in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome into the Sportsocracy. It is a football Friday here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy is heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You can get us here, of course, on the Terrestrial Signal, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 in the Asheville area. We are always coming to you live from the Ingalls studio. You want to see us, go to YouTube, go to thesportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, and that'll get you directly into the chat. We are uh, we're chock full today. It's all uh, football, all the baby. Things. It's all football, baby. And uh, I have three hours of content left in me, and, and then I'm going to have to go die a gruesome death. Uh, yeah, and man, I I said this uh, before we started the show, and jeremy comes in just screaming to high holy hell oh, about and, the two and, and, and a lot of things that reaction. i am, a lot of things i am not allowed to say into this microphone oh absolutely i got those out of my system i'm going to try to say it the terrestrial way in the four o'clock hour. i just love it when he comes in fired up for christ so we are uh we, we are going to get into that in the four o'clock hour of the program today we will uh talk about the Tua situation what failed what needs to happen uh, going forward all of that we'll talk and, I'm about- gonna, uh, and i'm gonna set a very nice baseline here there are at least 10 percent of you that are not going to like what I have to say. The actual game will be discussed as well. Cincinnati coming out with the win over the Miami Dolphins, handing them their first loss of the season. We will play Beat the Chief in just a few moments. Asheville Police Chief David Zach joining us uh, for Beat the Chief. Uh, Keenan Nesbitt of the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office will be in at 5 o'clock to uh, pick the college games. With and us. it's Friday, which means we are chocked. Full of bangers. Yeah. I have two full segments. No favorites. All dogs, oh, baby. Oh, wow. Yeah, all right. We'll have the bangers for you. The daily draft of the games of the week as well at the uh, end of the 5 o'clock hour. It's going to be so much fun. And um, welcome to winter, apparently. It is freezing. There's no way it's 57 degrees outside. If this is you at 60, Good Lord. you are going to irritate me sideways oh, at 30. Oh, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I lost all my blubber, and now I'm... Tank loses a person, and death. now he's now, now he looks like a chihuahua that got left outside. His little arms are just shaking. I'm just shaking. <laughs> shaking. I need a, I need a bigger sweater. This uh, while, I lo- while I love this little uh, half-zip thing. I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell my wife when she complains about it being 68 in our house. They make clothes for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, What do you say we pick some games? Guy didn't want to break in. (laughs) 
Chief would. He didn't aggressively. Want to break in. Chief, Chief. I don't hear it. Chief. I don't have oh, the headset. Right. I don't oh, have the right. headset. Oh, yeah. I don't have the headset. Oh, I forgot. Well, you we, can, we need to you can do it, though. You can do oh, it. Oh, it's tank fail. Tank that fail. is a tank fail. <laughs> that is a tank fail. Uh, yeah, Chief won this week on Beat the Chief, or last week, I guess, on Beat the Chief. Um, so we now all have a win. We all have a win. And, and we all have a week where we've gone five and two. Yes. All right. Uh, Jeremy finished in last place this week going five and ten. Chief, uh, the winner of the week still did not get over 500. Jeremy's the only one over 500 for a week this week or this year in the NFL. As uh, Chief, you went seven and eight. I went six and nine. I guess nine. I'll take it. I guess I'll take it. A win's a win, even when it's not pretty. Jeremy goes five and ten in his NFL spread picks, and uh, he still has the lead. Well, sharing the lead with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. I never said there wouldn't be ties. I said I was going wire to wire. Yep, and I'm just a game behind <laughs> now after uh, picking up a game this past week. Beat the Chief, always brought to you by Clarissa Zach Hyatt. Uh, excuse Hyatt me, Clarissa Zach. Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. This is off to a very bad yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. This you is off go to, a to very Clarissa Sells. W- my brain is frozen. That's why. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. so cold outside. My brain has frozen. Tank got skinny, whiny, and dyslexic. All when he lost his... <laughs> That is one diet. Uh, yeah, PhD is, weight loss. Uh, give diet, a call. Yeah. Uh, Clarissa Hyatt, Zach of EXP Realty. You can go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. We highly encourage you to do so. If you are in the market for a home or want to put your home on the market, she can help you get it sold or help you find the deal of a lifetime. Now, getting into the games, first up on Sunday morning, We've got the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints in London. 9.30 kickoff. Just a programming note for everybody. Jeremy and Armchair Commentary will kick off the Sunday show early at what? 8 o'clock? Uh, 8.30. 8.30. Yeah, right. I, I needed to give myself a little uh, grab-tush time because we all know how Jeremy goes on a Saturday. So I might be in here with one eye halfway open, but I, I will be here to help you uh i will i will be here at some point i'm not committing to 8 30 in the morning but uh i will i will be in place by kickoff i will say that of the 9 30 game in london is kirk cousins taking on andrew dalton because Jameis winston not gonna play and michael thomas is out I as as your wire to wire champion, I'll take this one first. Okay, and I have a funny I thought feeling. It was, I thought it was whoever won the week hey, before. Hey, takes all the way in. Go ahead, game. go for it. Well, now I don't know. Get, no, get <laughs> <laughs> two things. Okay, two things. Two well, things. One thing. Have you ever seen, heard Jeremy sing karaoke? I have. I have. He's pretty good at it. He, the man is a very talented. Individual. I have a weird set of skills. I'm like Liam Neeson. I have a particular set of skills. I mean, I did share the stage with him. You know, little version of my own. What did you guys sing? Oh, uh, Friends Friends in Low Places. Of course. What else are we going to sing? Okay. All right. Garth But no, he he was incredible, man. I was was very, very impressed. Yeah. I have a weird set of skills. Uh, All of them that don't pay at all. All All the women were swooning. It was... Incredible to watch. Yeah, only only swooning when they close their eyes. Though. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I'm they, like, they're closing their eyes like 
Good Lord, that sounds like a voice from heaven. Where is it coming from? Open oh, right. oh, my God. I'm like that guy that they used to uh, dub the audio for Millie Vanilli. Like, nobody wants to see that face. Fat Forrest Gump didn't do it for me. Uh, yeah. Jenna. <laughs> the second thing I wanted to bring up is we were talking about, because I won't be here at four. Okay. And he was. we were talking about Tua. I just want to. Four, I disagree with everything he's going to say at 4 o'clock. <laughs> I literally disagree with every word that came out of my mouth. I just shook my head no the whole time he was talking. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you guys can talk about it at I 4. I can't wait. I I anticipate doing some much of the same thing. It's fine. <laughs> Okay, so the game. Yeah, so the game. Miami, or excuse me, Minnesota and New Orleans. Is the line still at three? Yes, the line is at three. I mean, I, I don't see how the Vikings don't just steamroll them. Dalton and no wide receivers other than maybe Alave. Yeah, Alave will be uh, Alave will be One up. weapon. Jarvis Landry will be up. Alvin Kamara, he'll be a go. Vikings, easy. Vikings, easy. All right, he's taking Minnesota minus the three. I will take Minnesota minus the three as well because, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. I don't believe in Andrew Dalton. I don't necessarily believe in this New Orleans team. They have struggled in every game that they've played so far this year. And Minnesota is uh, going to be good. They're going to be good. It, it's not. It's not a primetime game. Like Jeremy likes to say, and the last time Kirk Cousins was in London, he threw for 500 yards almost. So you're taking Minnesota? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. And uh, homage to the great Lee Corso. Not so fast, <laughs> my friend. I was on New Orleans with Jameis Winston or without him because what you said was this is not a primetime game. Yes, it is. And, and, Kirk Cousins is never good in standalone games, ever. Who's going to be on Justin Jefferson? Marshawn. There you go. Uh, he seems to be crypt tonight for really good receivers, right? Mm -hmm. Really? It, tell me what. Tell me how Minnesota's going to steamroll New Orleans if Justin Jefferson will be moderately effective. Dalvin Cook. Uh, you made a, one of the better running defenses in the league. Mm -hmm. uh, I have the, without a doubt, better defense. And I've got Kirk Cousins playing in primetime. This one wasn't even hard. New Orleans, Saints. Saints got to score some points yeah. to, to win. If you look at how New Orleans is lost, if you don't turn the ball over, they could easily be 3-0. They did. Andrew Dalton won't. Saints. Okay. Jeremy going out on that limb. First game out of the gate, New Orleans, plus the three. All the lines uh, in today's game and every game that we do comes to us from BetUs.com. You can take your wagers to BetUs.com and use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY when you set up your account. And uh, whenever you put in whatever you put into your account, they will give you a 125% deposit bonus just for using our promo code SPORTSOCRACY at BetUs.com. Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. A AFC South battle. Indianapolis rebounding from, uh, you know, the early season struggles. The tie with the Houston Texans and then getting demolished down in Jacksonville by the Jaguars to beat the Kansas City Chiefs last week. N I, nobody saw that coming. The question is, have they figured anything out, and will they be able to stop Derrick Henry, who finally popped onto the scene last week? I 
don't know that they will. I don't know that they will. Three and a half is a lot of points. And I think I'm on the Tennessee side of this one. Tennessee plus the three and a half seems to be like the smart play here because I feel like this is going to be a very close game. And I'm still just not buying the Indianapolis offense. Tennessee? I'm taking Tennessee plus the three and a half. Fun story. Matt Ryan has been an average quarterback when pressured. Mm-hmm. He's been – or when he's in a clean pocket. He's been god-awful against pressure. A lot of injuries on that Tennessee side. Don't think they get home. Three and a half's not enough. Give me the Colts. Mm. I don't know why, but I'm taking the points. I don't have a lot of conf- – I agree with Jeremy. I don't have a lot of confidence there. Uh, in them getting to Ryan, but I just don't have a lot. I'm with you, Tank. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Colts scoring a lot of points. So mm-hmm. I say it's a close game. I think the Colts win it outright, but I think three and a half is too much. I I feel about the exact same way. I struggle to see, especially if DeForest Buckner plays, I struggle to see how Tennessee's going to score. Matt Ryan's been a different quarterback with Michael Pittman on the field. I mean, everybody seems to forget that in the the game that they got eviscerated by the Jaguars, not Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. It was Ashton Doolin and Michael Strachan. Yeah, I'm good. I got Michael Pittman. You have no answer for him. <laughs> what was that? Nice. That was, was, was <laughs> that. I know. It's a little horsey. Nice. Uh, the New York I've, Giants. I've got a lot of cold medicine in me, Jesus. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, the, the fact that I'm not swearing is probably good enough for most people around here. Right I'm going to check the concussion protocol yeah, on you after the show. 100%. Uh, the New York Giants take on the Chicago Bears in what could be the grossest game of the week. We'll discuss it up next here on ESPN. Asheville playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Check her out at ClarissaSellsWNC.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Break 
chief one. There you Welcome back. Time. Yeah, there you go. We got it that time. Uh, welcome back into the sportsocracy. We're playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach, and he was the winner of last week's contest, picking all the games on the Sunday slate and Monday slate of the NFL by the spread. Last week, Chief Zach was seven and eight. That was good enough to get the win. That's like uh, you know the. Carolina Panthers making the playoffs. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're you're good. The, we got a losing record, but we're still doing <laughs> We still stuff. feel good about ourselves. You're yeah. the best of bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't say anything. I won in week two with a losing record as well. Jeremy's still the only one to have a winning record in one of our weeks. We have all won a week, and we have all had a 5-10 and ten week. So, it's anybody's game. Still anybody's game. Three weeks into the season, Jeremy's already gone out on the uh, on the limb of the week uh, as he has picked both games by himself: uh, New Orleans plus the three and Indianapolis minus the three and a half. Uh, Chief and I are both on Miami, or it's, I did it again, Minnesota and the Tennessee Titans in those games. New York Giants take on the Chicago Bears. It's a three-point spread, and it's not enough. The, the, Chicago is so awful. God-awful. They're so awful, and oh, we're coming off a win. Yeah, you beat the Houston Texans. True or false, the New York Giants are twice the team that the Houston Texans are. I won't say twice, but they're they're drastically better. Okay, one and a half. We'll go one and a half on that one. Uh, I just... I'm not going to like Chicago in any matchup this year because I believe that they are the worst team in the NFL. And I cannot wait to see how Justin Fields panics and poos his britches right in the middle of the field as uh, Aziz Ojolari and uh, Kayvon Thibodeau are getting after him. It's not, I didn't even think about this for a second. New the, York minus the three. The line has been shockingly good in places for the Bears. There's one thing that you're never going to convince me of. Justin Fields on the road. One in six for his career. Uh, loves to get picked off. Four touchdowns in seven career games as a starting quarterback on the road. Seven picks. Almost a one to two touchdown interception ratio. You don't hear that very often. I think this ends a push because I think three's the right number. Mm -hmm. I don't like that Leonard Williams is not playing in this game and Khalil Herbert is good. I'm going to begrudgingly take the Giants, but I will be on record as saying I think they win this game by a field goal. Okay. Chief? Both teams, good rushing attacks, right? I mean. That's the other part. Saquon Barkley against the Bears. This should be fun. Yeah. You know. But, no, I, I still think uh, a little more firepower for the Giants. And, like you say, I mean, taking Justin Fields on the road is, is a tough thing to do. Mm -hmm. So, I'm with you guys on the Giants. Yep. Uh, and you know, you know, you give us the, uh, I mean, New York's got it all in this matchup, the home field advantage. They've got the better coach and they've got the better quarterback, which is mile, weird to which say, which is gross. <laughs> yeah. Justin Fields is bad, 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 but bad, bad. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, this, this one should be fun. Nobody <laughs> circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Take on the Baltimore Ravens. One of the games of the week. It is a three-point lean toward the uh, Buffalo Bills. 
Chief. I this, figured it was coming this, my this way. This is your team. We'll give you the opportunity. You want to go first or last? That Raven secondary up against Josh Allen. You know, I, I. But the weather, the weather is the key factor, and that's what worries me most. Buffalo secondary is they are getting some players back, so it's not going to be as as it was in the Miami game. But mm-hmm. I think weather's going to be a huge factor. But I'm still taking the Bills. Still taking still the Bills. Still taking the Bills. Now, Baltimore secondary, uh, I mean, it's it's good on paper, but I haven't seen them shut down a passing game yet this year. I I got to be on Buffalo here. I mean, I, I did pick the, ball, the Baltimore Ravens to be my Super Bowl champions, and I think it's going to be a really tight game. Mm, but I'm taking Buffalo. I think Buffalo probably wins, and they win by six, maybe. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, except the Baltimore Ravens when they're getting three at home. Baltimore. Oh, oh look at the swerve. Pulled the old switcheroo. I'm catching three at home in what's going to be a rainy, gross game. That's what. That's the weather. Uh, and I'm, and re- I'm, I just look at this and go, you know, Buffalo's missing a lot. A lot. Against a Lamar Jackson-led offense that's real creative and has more than one guy that can get over the top. Oh, it's going to be gross and rainy? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's going to be gross and rainy. And and, and in all reality, that leans to Buffalo. That's why this number is where it's at. Why does that lean to Buffalo? They can't run the ball. Uh, Josh Allen can run the ball just fine. That leans to Buffalo. Uh, I think they got this number. I think this number is a little bit off. I don't like – for me, it's hard to look at a team as good as Baltimore and say, I'm catching points at home. I love underdogs. I can't tell you who I think is going to win this game. I think it's the game of the weekend. It's the shootout of the weekend. This is what you should be leaning on in DFS. I don't care that it'll be light rain. None of that changes anything for me. I can physically not give points to the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. All right. I was I was thinking about asking about changing my pick, but I'm not going to because I'm still not buying it. I'm, <laughs> I don't think I care. Buffalo wins. Uh, wins the game. Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, well, it's a good good time in your schedule to pick up the Houston Texans. They're a six-point favorite. Which is insane. Well, I mean, you say that, but then we look at so many games this year that have either either they've gone completely off the board on how we thought they were going to go, and they've been just terribly close ball games. The Chargers need this game desperately. I'm only having to lay five and a half to a Houston Texans team that is horror awful. Davis Mills can't throw. I will tell you, low-key fantasy play that I love this week, Damian Pierce. Chargers are not good against the run. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce will be fine. This game will be close for way longer than it should be. Chargers minus the five and a half. All right. He's got the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I'm I'm right there with you. I will take the Chargers again. Houston's scrappy, but at some point, this Chargers team has to wake up. And I feel like this is a perfect get-right spot after a rough start. Yeah, I agree with both you guys. That Texans defense, uh, pass defense, has been pretty good, though. Um, They've really struggled with big receivers, though. Mike Williams. just Derek Stingley's all they have. And so his technically he is not good enough for somebody that's as big as Mike was. Michael Pittman eviscerated him. I have a feeling that's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. I think this, I'm not going to say this goes into a shootout. 
I would say it goes over the 45 because Mike Williams is probably going to score twice and Damian Pierce is probably going to score twice. I just don't think I get Justin Herbert, you get Davis Mills. I can't get past that. Keenan Allen could be back this week. I think he will it's be back. Trending. He's questionable. Right, he's he's been limited in practice and even when he was limited in practice the other day he had to leave early and but they still gave him credit as a limited participant. Well, if you miss a play, you're a limited participant. If you have to take a piddle in the middle of practice, you're a limited participant. Well, apparently he left like really early. Like he didn't even make it halfway through the practice and they still got him uh, you know, they Anyway, he's expected to be a true game time decision for this speaking of game time decisions uh 8 30 on uh sunday morning jeremy and armchair will kick it all off before the uh, london game kicks off at 9 30 fantasy game time decision every sunday morning paul richardson, on the youtube stream paul richardson in our youtube comments has already said he can't wait to hear a stopped up hungover jeremy at seven o'clock in the morning i say it will be seven o'clock his time all those things probably accurate i'm right. hoping no longer stopped up yeah how much NyQuil can one man consume and the, the sickness still continue to be in your body? I think you can consume a lot. I, I think you've bared witness to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you right now, nuclear fallout. Only thing left, Twinkies, cockroaches, and me. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks take on the Detroit Lions this week. And the Detroit Lions are a four-point favorite. Trying to get used to this whole Detroit being a favorite thing. Uh, d- d- you shouldn't. <sighs> Why? This is the game that I have stared at all day long, just going, I-, I want to so bad. I want to take Seattle so bad. And I just can't find a way to do it. I can't get there. Detroit's killed. No DeAndre Swift, no Monra St. Brown. This could be the sludgiest sludge fest in the history of time. 98% of the money on the over. I am crushing the under. Mm -hmm. But I'm taking Detroit. I don't want to. (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, with those guys being out of the game, I will just say, um, I think Jamal Williams did just fine last week. He's not in your DFS lineups this week. You did it wrong. If you're playing a battle of the belt and you look at your running backs and and formerly fat Jamal Williams is not there anywhere, you did it wrong. Mm-hmm. I've also been waiting for DJ Shark time with the Detroit Lions. I don't know that it's this week. Really? Tariq Willen can run with him. I If if you made me play a, a pass catcher for the Lions, it's Josh Reynolds. And I don't like it. I not don't TJ? like saying it out loud. I mean, Hawkinson's a play every week. And Reynolds is even questionable. I mean, this team's just killed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to regret not taking Seattle. I already see how this game's going to go. They're going to lose by a field goal, and I'm going to be angry at myself for not doing what I wanted to do. All right, Chief, what say you? I think the Lions got a lot of momentum. And I'm, I am I think Williams does have a big game. So, but against my better judge, I, I always have, whenever I take the Lions, it never ends well for me. Mm-hmm. But I think it will this week. I'm taking the Lions. All right. Taking the Lions. Jeremy and the Chief both on the Lions. And I am too. I was about I to say. I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you, you are not allowed to go against your Lions. Oh, who I you have them. just I love them so much. about. <laughs> I love them so much. And even without Amonra St. Brown, I think they still will find a way to win this game. Yeah, You know, there is a possibility that it's going to fall within that four points. But 
I'm, I will take my chances. I like them at home, Stick too. behind my other team. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Jeremy will be up first talking about his New York Jets taking on those Pittsburgh Steelers. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told him what I was looking for, told him my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Chief one. Ah, oh, but not this week. Not this week. No, nope, um, this week uh, I need to uh, gain a little uh, little buffer if I'm going to go wire to wire. Something tells me I sniff another five and ten week for Jeremy coming. Ah, I like when you throw shade. <laughs> he surprised uh, me on a few already. He surprised me on a few already. So yeah, I, I, I mean he has uh, he he has been the odd man out I, I, and three I'm just times gonna, now. And I'm just going to tell you this. Uh, I've gotten a lot of flack for not being very good picking NFL games because usually much better than this. If you had only taken the points in every game this year, you'd be hitting 64%. Wow. Points have been king. There have not been a lot of blowouts. Now, I do think that will change in time. Mm -hmm. We're just not there yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple super chats, my not actually related cousin Colin Green, said, uh, appreciate your beard for uh, not picking against the Saints all year long. If Andrew Dalton plays more, I will pick against them less. And Alam Solano asked a fantasy football question. I'm going to take out Isaiah McKenzie because he's not uh, an actual acceptable answer to this. Ezekiel Elliott, Romeo Dubs, or uh, DK Metcalf as his flex. I will go DK Metcalf this week. I have a weird feeling Tony Pollard is going to out-touch Zeke. And Dubs is the one. And Tampa Bay can take away a receiver. Mm -hmm. Or not Tampa Bay, uh, New England can take away a receiver and it very well could be him yeah i I mean you're not scared of anybody else no no and i've just i've got this weird gut feeling that i'm off on seattle i feel like i should have seattle plus the three and a half Mm -hmm. that's when i'll go back to and go hey 
Follow your gut. You should have done it. You yep. should have done it. Well, uh, the New York Jets take on the Pittsburgh Steelers this week, and you're a three-point dog. How do you feel about that? Uh, can I say not applicable? Can I just not pick this game? Why? Uh, because I actually think the officials win. No one wins this game, uh, except people that don't watch it. If you don't watch this game, you're a winner. It's my team. I'll pick it first. Three and a half is too much. Pittsburgh can't score. Jets match up nicely with them. Najee Harris will be irrelevant, I believe. This could be where you see Kenny Pickett. I'm taking the Jets plus three and a half. Okay. Jets plus the three and a half. Zach Wilson comes back. That means it's Elijah Moore time yeah, behind, for all you uh, fantasy football and, players. And his two tackles are a converted guard and a rookie fourth-round pick. I don't feel great about that. Yeah, no, it's not going to be great. He's going to be under pressure most of the game. Look for more C.J. Yazama simplifying the game plan. I'll be honest with you, Zach Wilson being back is the whole reason I'm taking the Jets, and it has nothing to do with him. It has to do with the fact Mike LaFleur will look at this and go, okay, we can't throw 47 times a game with Zach Wilson. You'll see more Brees Hall. You'll see more Michael Carter. I think the Jets cover and win. Okay. Chief, what do you think? I, I'm i not so sure that Wilson is an up, that big of an upgrade. From, Zach, from Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco in a foot race would lose to every person in this room, including Tank. Yeah. I don't disagree. I'm just saying I'm, I'm just not a Wilson believer just yet, but the Steelers have not been the same without Wad. And – for whatever reason, I think Brees Hall explodes in this game. I do too. One of the running backs can go off the, uh, this week, and I, and I got him Hall. on my fantasy too. And I'm and I'm putting him in this week. I just have a feeling he now we he see explodes. what the real motivation is. I, I think uh, I do. I think Brees Hall is a it, it has a good week. And to your reference on Joe Flacco or Zach Wilson not being a big upgrade over Joe Flacco. I'm going to revisit the. He would lose to every person in this room in a foot race, including Tank, who hasn't seen a gym not named Cantori in 30 years. Been saving that line for a week. Good for you. Good for you. It looks like it's going to. This this will be a first in the history of beat the chief. We're, we're all taking We're the all Jets. on the Jets. <laughs> Because I don't believe in Pittsburgh. Which means bet your house on Pittsburgh. And I haven't since the beginning of the season, or since the offseason, New York Jets. I think this is going to be a very gross, defensive, lead kind of a game. The running games are the only thing that I really fear at this moment. Just Zach Wilson coming back, going to be under pressure. I think it's going to look clunky. I mean, he could come out and have a great day, but either way, I still think the Jets come out on top. I'll tell you a weird betting anomaly in this game that I can't figure out. Sharp money seems to be on the over. I cannot wrap my head around that. Yeah. You could tell me this game ended 13-10 and it wouldn't surprise me in the least. I mean, unless you're under the impression that that the Pittsburgh Steelers can just run the ball at will against the New York Jets defense. Nobody else has, so... That right. would be the first team that's done it. Right. And they haven't been good against anybody else. And I'll, I'll, and and you're relying on the other side for the Jets to be able to take advantage of the Pittsburgh secondary, which I think they can do. But again, with it being the first week out for Zach Wilson coming back from the injury, I'm, I'm just not sold. But still, New York Jets plus the three. All of us on that one. Jacksonville Jaguars and the Philadelphia Eagles. Who would have ever thought that this would be the game this of the would week. Be the game of the week, but it is. It's revenge game narrative for Doug Peterson. 
going up against the team that he won his Super Bowl with. I'm going Jacksonville plus the six and a half. It's too much. It's too many points. I think this is going to be close. I think both teams are going to be able to move the ball. They're going to be able to score. There will be good defensive plays. There will be great offensive plays. And I think this probably ends up looking a lot like the uh, the, the Detroit game. When Detroit and Philadelphia played a three-point barn burner, well, it had to be a Detroit rally in the end to make it the three-point barn burner, but still, it was a hell of an entertaining game. And I think that's how this one goes. It's just too many points for me. I think Philadelphia wins, but Jacksonville plus the six and a half seems like a, a good bet to me. I don't play narratives. I don't care that Doug Peterson was in Philadelphia. All of that is irrelevant to me. <laughs> Both of these quarterbacks have been really bad under pressure. The thing is that neither one of them have been under pressure very often. Two good defenses, two good pass rush defenses. So the question comes down for me, who has the better offensive line? Mm-hmm. It's Philadelphia. It's not close. I'm not worried. I think this line's actually a point and a half too low. I'd have this eight. Philadelphia. Okay. I'm going to agree with Jeremy on this one. I I mean, I think the Jags are a great story this year. I mean, I, and I think – the emergence of Lawrence is really nice to watch, but I just don't don't think it's enough in Philadelphia. And Philadelphia's just rolling. Agreed. Agreed. Philadelphia's so good, and that defense is the most underrated part of this transformation. Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. is getting all the flowers. Mm-hmm. That defense is really good. Really, really, really good. I don't know that there's many corners that are equipped to deal with Christian Kirk the way Darius Slay is either. Big play slay. It's hard to go against him. Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. NFC East battle here. And I guess this is the time I have to take Washington. I mean, they're getting three and a half. Well, they're getting three. Well, on Betus, it's three and a half. Well, then it's moved. Yeah. It's three and a half on Betus, and I'll take Washington. I don't want to, but look at Dallas. Look at how bad that team looks right now. I get that they just beat the Giants, but do we all feel like that's a real feather in your cap? Nope. No. I don't like how Dallas lines up against this receiving core. Uh, I, I, I'm happier that I'm getting it at three and a half. I was on it at three. I think Washington wins outright. Commandos. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with Dallas during the during the Giant game. That Their defensive line is tough, though. But... I think I just think three and a half is too much. I'm, I'm I'm on the commanders as well. They'll be able to apply pressure to Carson Wentz, and maybe Carson can maybe Carson throws a couple of picks. Maybe Trayvon Diggs gets another uh, another cheapy in this game. But I look for Terry McLaurin to have a huge game. It's not McLaurin for me, really. No, Johan Dotson. No, Devonta the strikes Smith. me as a Curtis Samuel. Oh, this is a Curtis okay. Samuel game. Dallas's defense. The thing about what Dan Quinn does defensively is when you throw that pre-snap motion, it can really throw things off, and I could see that happening a lot early and very often. Next couple of games here, very very close lines. The Cleveland Browns take on the Atlanta Falcons. The Browns are a one-point favorite. Seems odd to say, but this Atlanta team has been surprising. Oh, I'll go first. This one's not hard for me. This is a stupid public narrative where the the Atlanta Falcons are the overwhelming 
public dog. I love public dogs because I'll walk on the other side of the street. Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Browns plus one? Minus one. Minus, minus one. one. That's what I thought. I thought You're the one-point one. favorite. The other day, I don't see how Atlanta's going to stop Nick Chubb. I don't either. Uh, yeah. I mean, that at the end of the day, it's Chubb versus what, Carter, Carl Patterson? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I... And Cordero may not play. He is yeah, the he, definition and, of questionable. And and I think that's a huge factor. So I'm taking the Browns as well. Yeah, I'm heavy on the uh, on the Cleveland Browns. I think it's ridiculous that the line is this close in the first place. But I don't see a way that Cleveland doesn't just run the ball, control the clock. And if it comes down to the end of it, you got to kick a field goal to, to, to break the tie even. I'm gonna give that edge to Cleveland. Uh, th- there's a there's a narrative about Jacoby Brissett on the road. He has not historically been good there. This is one of those. It's a it's a perfect setup of the narrative around two teams. At some point, that Cleveland defense is going to show how talented they are. I think it's this week. Mm-hmm. The Carolina Panthers and the Arizona Cardinals. They kick off the four o'clock slate, and at this point, it's a pick'em. At least on BetUs.com, where you can take all of your wagers. Uh, you can put in the uh, promo code SPORTSOCRACY. When you create an account, put in your deposit. Use our promo code and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. We will pick the 4 o'clock slate and the primetime games coming up next here on ESPN Asheville. We're playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach, brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt. Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years, but the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car trade in or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust fred anderson nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car they have two on-site managers that work with kelly blue book to give you top dollar for your vehicle you can even have your car appraised instantly at andersonnissan.com stop in and visit them today at 629 brevard road nashville or call them at 828-365-1663 if cleanliness is next to godliness look around the car right now Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. 
Get what you want and pay over time when you use your Lowe's Advantage card. Now through October 26, 2022. Ask for 0% APR with 36 fixed monthly payments on a product installation or appliance purchase of $1,000 or more. Shop for the appliances you want in-store or online. Or go to the store nearest you for installation. Now at Lowe's. Offer subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store Lowe's.com for details. U.S. only. All right, we're playing Beat the Chief here on ESPN Asheville Week 4. Jeremy and the Chief have the season lead right now. They are tied one game ahead of yours truly, and it all will change this week as uh, Jeremy yes, has gone will, on the you, wrong you go, side of all these games. You will go far in the distance, <laughs> and I will ride off into the sunset. <laughs> could happen it could very well happen we've got we've had several disagreements today the uh new orleans minnesota game indianapolis tennessee baltimore buffalo philadelphia and jacksonville i'm alone on the jacksonville side of that one plus the points don't necessarily think they're gonna win uh but six and a half to me too many points and now we get to a pick'em game between the arizona cardinals and the Carolina Panthers. When I thought it was going to be in the middle of a hurricane, I felt much better about Carolina. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that the weather's probably not going to be an issue, this one's not hard, Arizona. Yes. I The weather it was the big concern, and I like the Panthers. Yep, exactly with you. But, yeah, the weather changing makes a huge difference. Well, uh, the, and If there's no McCaffrey, there's really just not a lot for me to like. That's what I was getting ready to say, was what's the one thing we have been saying if Carolina's going to find any success this year, the one thing that cannot happen is Christian McCaffrey has to stay healthy. And already... He's in. He's in like uh, you know protocols and all that kind of stuff, and it's just not. It's, I think even if he plays, painful. he will be limited. And yeah. if you're a Carolina fan, the 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 one failsafe was supposed to be Lavisca Chenault. He's the definition of questionable. Mm-hmm. Baker has no rapport with DJ Moore. He has none with Robbie Anderson. I do think he will hit a big one at some point this week. To who I do not know. I would lean probably Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's enough. Kyler is too difficult to game plan for. I don't care that they're dead at receiver. Greg Dortch will play. Rondell Moore may play, and that's enough for me. Will the defense for the Carolina Panthers be able to put pressure on Kyler Murray? Absolutely. Will the secondary be just absolutely outmatched by the receivers? No. No, they won't. But there's always that Kyler magic. And I'm going back to the Las Vegas game. Orchestrating the big big comeback against the Raiders, and what happened, it was... It was because he was pressured and he made magic happen with his feet. Las Vegas minus two and a half against the Denver Broncos. I I, I have one very, I mean, I have a lot of rules, but one very basic tenant who needs this game more. It's the Raiders and it's the Raiders by a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a lot of injury issues with the Broncos as well. I mean, frankly, on both sides, at some point, this has to correct itself with the Raiders. And I think it, it, you're going to find a game at some point where you, you see the offense look the way it was supposed to look. If you had told me coming into the season Hunter Renfro would look completely lost in this offense, I would have said you're out of your mind. It has to correct at some point. I think it corrects this week. The Raiders can't go 0-4. Mm-hmm. Raiders. All right, Raiders minus the 2.5. I'm with you on the Raiders minus the 2.5, just not seeing anything out of Denver that sends me. Oh, the Raiders are not an 0-4 team. 
And no. uh, I, I think we all had high expectations for the Raiders this year. This is their season. Their season is on the line at home. Will either of the AFC East uh, fans in the room be willing to put money on the New England Patriots plus 10 and a half against the Green Bay Packers with Brian Hoyer as their quarterback? Mac Jones may play, and it makes me like New England less. This is easy. Green Bay. This game will not be close. It likes it makes you like it less. Yes. Okay, we'll talk limited, more about that. Limited Mac Jones uh, is not equivalent to or greater than full strength Brian Hoyer. Blowouts have been rare this year, Chief. Ten and a half is a lot of points, but no, I just I'm I'm this. I think it's easy. I think it's mm-hmm. Packers. Yeah, I do too. Uh, we're all on the Green Bay Packers minus the ten and a half Sunday night football in Tampa Bay. They are having the game in Tampa. Every Tampa escaped major damage, uh, but will the Buccaneers be able to escape major damage? on Sunday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs. This game is a pick'em on betus.com. It's my team, so I'll go first. Kansas City, I didn't even think about it. I get we're at home and I don't care. I get Mike Evans is coming back. I don't care. It's just such a weird week. You've been mm-hmm. displaced, you've been moved around. There's been a lot of late money on Tampa Bay. It was heavily Kansas City. I would have liked Tampa Bay and Minnesota. I said this at the beginning of the week. I think trying to keep this game down here is going to be to your disadvantage. I'm going Kansas City. I'm with both of you on the Chiefs. I mean, both teams have had trouble scoring, mm-hmm. you know, but um, too much firepower on the Chiefs' side. I agree. I'll tell you a fun story. How many quarterbacks in the NFL have been better under pressure than Pat Mahomes? No one. You want to hear the list? Yep. Again. Yeah. His Q, his quarterback rating is higher under pressure than it is in clean pocket. Tells Sounds me a, a lot. lot like Josh Allen. Uh, his is not higher, but it's very close. Josh Final. Allen is the two in the, the the little analogy I just made. Final game of the week four slate Monday night football. You got the L.A. Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are a one point favorite at home. This feels like a get-right spot. This is another one that feels like public narrative is on is on the Rams, but the Rams haven't actually done anything to impress me. Mm-hmm. Yes, you blew out the Falcons for three quarters, and then let, you let them come back. You let an Arizona team that's not very good stick around with you. Uh, if this was – I just think San Francisco's a better team. Garoppolo with a week of practice – I like the extra day, and San Francisco has been a uh, Santa Clara has been the place of horrors for the Rams. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, all right, San Francisco. I'm on the other side of you on that one. I'm taking the Rams plus the one. I think they're the. I, I think at this point in the season, they are the better team. And it, I know they've struggled with San Francisco, but I like LA. I I didn't see anything I liked about the return of Garoppolo nothing trent williams out yep and this i like that rams d better especially with williams out and i like getting the point i'll take the rams all right there it is those are your picks for week four in the nfl beat the chief always brought to you by clarissa hyatt zach of exp realty go to clarissa sells wnc.com who will win we'll of course update you on monday here in the sportsocracy sports center coming up next 
He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN, Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It is a football Friday. Last night we had football. We did. We had a, a what was a game that went pretty similarly to how I thought it would. Mm-hmm. The Bengals ending up the victors against the Miami Dolphins. Nobody wants to talk about the game today. Because, uh, we're going to though. Yes, we're going to coming up in just a little bit, but we've got to t- we've got to talk about the number one story of the day, and it is Tua Tonga who got sacked last night, thrown to the ground. Second game in a row, similar situations have happened. He hit the back of his head on the turf again, and this time it was completely different. This time there was no popping back up and trying to go down the field and collapsing. This time he was down and down for the count. It was frightening. It was. I mean, he went he went full on body season, hands all you know pr- paralyzed and stuff temporarily. Obviously, he had to be carted off the field, stretchered off the field, not carted, stretchered. And they had him locked down, uh, strapped down to the backboard, and all of that. Had to go to the hospital. He was released last night. Now, uh, as you just heard in the Sports Center update breaking news he is in the concussion protocol which uh, water is wet that's also news today uh so the hand thing is a uh, i can't remember there's a term for it uh it's a neurological response yes. to a brain injury yes when you have a traumatic brain injury it takes it it it, it disrupts all the connectors mm-hmm. in your brain and sometimes it has an effect that you will see like that i will tell you from experience i've had four of these they're not pleasant and they're very awful Mm -hmm. now i'm going to upset some of you and for that i'm not going to apologize if i hear one more person with their wikipedia twitter phd talk about how they know better than the medical experts do i'm going to scream i've been blocked by more people in the last 24 hours than in any day since i've possessed twitter let me make this perfectly clear If you think there's a conspiracy from the Miami Dolphins, you really need to introspectively look at your life and understand that that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard anybody say out loud. Do you know how many people that would actually wrap in? You can't keep anything a secret in the world we live in because everybody's got a camera phone and everybody's got a Twitter. Every player would have to be involved. I went down this rabbit hole just to ask, am am I completely off base on this? Because I've got real good contacts that work in this league. They've all responded the same way. A conspiracy would take 500 people to not speak on it. Mm -hmm. So let's eschew the conspiracy talk because that makes you sound like you have a tinfoil hat on your head. So we'll move past that. I'm going to ask a much more broad-reaching question. What exactly do you want? Chris Nowinski, any of these other people that have been on Twitter railing against the Miami Dolphins medical department and the Miami Dolphins coaches, you do realize that the one that cleared him on Sunday has nothing to do with the Dolphins. He's a third party. There's one at every stadium in the NFL. That's the protocol. 
That's how it works. You know who they don't ask for their opinion? You with your Wikipedia MD. I promise you they don't care what you think. But he said it was a back injury. Doesn't matter. He showed a symptom of concussion, which means he has to pass the protocol, which he did on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. He passed it five times from two separate doctors. So you can make this whatever you want to. And it is very unfortunate what happened to him. But the sheer fact that you call for people's jobs when you don't know your head from a hole in the ground is the most irresponsible, nonsensical... I want to say a bad word, but it's so bad. <laughs> Please don't. Please Stephen don't. A. Smith calling yeah. for people's jobs when you have no clue what you're talking about. Somebody needs None. to be fired. That's None. That, that, Somebody needs to be fired. Who? I don't know. They've been talking about it on social media. They talk about a lot of things on social media, Stephen A., the protocol was followed. An unfortunate thing happened. End of message. Repeat the line. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. You can make it whatever you want to. I don't care. Kid got hurt. Kid passed the protocol from a third-party independent neurologist. And then you go to the most nonsensical part of this, of a Cincinnati hospital is in on it because they didn't keep him overnight. Do you know why they didn't keep him overnight? Because they didn't have to keep him overnight. Because we don't do that anymore. I am so tired of, and I'm telling you, now you're going to call me the conspiracy theorist, and that's fine. My name's on the door, so I can say what I want. And if you want to come at somebody, I am not hard to find. He went to a hospital in Cincinnati that cleared him. It was scary. I get that. I'm well aware of that. We have a protocol in place for a reason. And it has nothing to do with people on Twitter and people on uh, on Wikipedia and people with their WebMD degree. Okay? Mm-hmm. My question would be, what do you want? He cleared this from multiple people that have nothing to do with this team. My, and the nonsensical insanity of Mike McDaniel has some responsibility. Do you know who he asks? The medical staff. Because he's not a doctor. Mm -hmm. He's a head coach in the NFL. That's what he does. He calls plays. He puts his guys in a position to win. Doctoring is not his job. Tua was cleared. There is no conspiracy. Put your tinfoil hat in the closet. Take all of your conspiracy theories and go away. Mm -hmm. This is an unfortunate thing that happened. Guess what? It happens in the NFL all the time. My first conscious memory of the NFL was Dennis Bird laying motionless on the field. In the Meadowlands in 1992. Mm-hmm. Bad things happen in this sport. It's very unfortunate. But for but calling for people's jobs and all of these other things, when you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about, is the most irresponsible thing that I see. And it happens all the time. Guys, I've been brewing on that for 18 hours. And and, and it's understandable. The, the frustration is understandable. But it's also understandable on both sides. Because we as fans... Watched that that Buffalo Miami game last week, and I don't think there was a there was a person who hasn't watched football for years mm-hmm. and went concussion. He should be gone, and everybody was bum fuzzled when he came back mm-hmm. into the game. Look, if he if he passed the protocol, there's nothing can be done. Uh, what, what, is, my, here's my question: What make you feel better? I, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you straight up as somebody that's had four of these. Here, here's how this works: They set a baseline on you. If you don't pass the baseline, you don't go back in. Right. And so I've heard a lot of people that say, oh, well, you you lag back on the baseline so you can pass it. If you're concussed, legitimately 
and, and we don't talk about mild concussions anymore. We've progressed past that. I'm well aware of that. If you're legitimately concussed, you're not passing that protocol. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. I promise you. This is not a, they shine a light in your eye or ask you how many fingers you're holding up. Right. That was our this day. Is, this, this is not our yeah, day. This isn't Billy Bob from Varsity Blues where you can go, uh, how many fingers am I holding up? Oh, no, it's got to be a true or false. Man's holding up some fingers. I think that's what people feel like goes on in in these football circles and that's what and, and, used to happen yeah in our day that's what happened oh i understand hit the uh the, the little uh crack pack i can't remember what those were called mm-hmm. smell this you're fine the nfl had to shell out how many millions of dollars in lawsuits over the cte stuff the uh chronic traumatic encephalopathy or whatever it is how much how much did they have to pay out for that all the protocols, the books that were written, the movie with Will Smith that was done. I mean, there has been so much pressure on the NFL about con- concussions, following concussion protocol, and all of this. Do you honestly believe that there is some kind of a conspiracy or that the Miami Dolphins have a team doctor that will not, uh, you know, that, that will falsify the results of a concussion protocol test to be able to have Tua on the field. Think about that for a second. This is their young franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. Why would they take that risk? And it goes even further than that. So you have a team doctor here that is a licensed practitioner. He has a license from the state of Florida. If it came out that he had passed him through this protocol and allowed him to play, they would revoke his medical license. Mm -hmm. There have been three of those in five days. I'm not saying he wasn't concussed. I have no idea, and that's the point I'm trying to make. You saw one thing. He was woozy. I got news for you. I've been woozy a lot of times. Okay? I I spent a lot of times playing sports, got kicked in the head a whole bunch of times. (laughs) I've had many seeing stars moments that I wasn't concussed, but I don't know. I do not know. Here's what I do know. The conspiracy talk is insane. There is no way that would not leak because you're going all the way to the janitorial staff that would have to be in on this and nobody talk. Mm-hmm. That's ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Hoofbeats, horses, zebras. You've been here long enough, you know what I'm talking about. Then you get into this medical malfeasance and the NFL prints money. The Miami Dolphins print money. The doctor staff, the, the team doctor staff for the Dolphins and the Bengals, who, by the way, the Bengals staff attended to him as well. Mm-hmm. They print money because they have independent practices that a lot of people purvey because they're the team doctor of the Cincinnati Bengals and the Miami Dolphins. You really think all of these people are going to risk everything I just said to get Tua back on a field? It's highly, highly, highly unlikely that anything like that happened in this scenario. I chalk it up as bad luck. It's just bad luck. That's and, exactly what it is. And look, the reason last week when we talked, or, or Monday when we were talking about the Tua thing and everybody's flipping out about Tua returning into the game, if he says it's a back, it's a back. I get that you, you don't and, normally and, see somebody stumble after hurting their back, but I mean, have you ever had real back pain? Oh yeah. Have you? Oh, I've had it to where I couldn't walk. Right, and and I, and I'm asking this to the to the listeners as well. Like, have you ever? experienced a pain in anything leg back arm whatever it be that just brings you to your knees because i've been there i have been there and you you know it is such a shock to the system that 
It could look like that. It could look like that. Now, did he hit his head on the turf? Absolutely. We all he, saw he it happen. Uh, no doubt. He hit his head on the turf twice. Uh, and in our YouTube comments, Rob Johnson said the concussion protocol is too easy to pass. No, it's not. No, it is not. The NFL's concussion protocol is borderline impossible to pass unless you tank it, of which there's no way for me to know that because when they set your baseline, they ask a slew of questions and you have to be able to do certain things. And I will tell you as somebody that has done this, you're not going to be able to do it if you set that baseline correctly. Mm -hmm. Now, if if Tua tanks it, that's on him. You made that decision. Right. This is not, he said, oh, it's my back. And they went, oh, well, I guess we don't have to look at his head. He showed symptoms of it. You have to pass that. He passed it for several straight days. But to be calling for people's jobs and to say all of these things because of what you saw, you know what you didn't see? What happened behind closed doors? What happened in the locker room? What happened on Monday? What happened on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? You didn't see any of those things. Right. And so to start, uh, to get on this high horse of I know better than, than the team doctors of two teams, the third-party neurologists in two different sites, and the hospital in Cincinnati that's one of the premier hospitals in this country is insane. It is insane to me. Mm-hmm. Could something have gone awry? Could there have been a human error? Absolutely. They're conducting a, 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 an inquiry into that, and we will know. But to hop on your soapbox today and say you know exactly what happened is irresponsible. Absolutely. Uh, and I and I will say that to, to anybody, to Chris Nowitzki, to uh, Stephen A. Smith, to anybody else, uh, uh, Rob Ninkovich. And, and, here's, my, and, and here's my question. in tears on uh, one of the shows this morning. Oh, well, because it's a horrible injury, and every person that's played team sports like that has seen something catastrophic mm-hmm. like that happen, and mm-hmm. it takes you back to it. Mm-hmm. Tell you from experience. I, I get all of that. But here's my question. Here's my question. When this inquiry comes out and it's deemed that nothing happened, how many people are lining up to give the apologies? Right. That, that apology line going to be as long as the uh, accusation line was? Because I highly doubt it. Now, and I'll be honest with you, if something was done incorrectly, I'll be the first one to say, you know what? I was wrong. I wanted to hear all the information, and I was wrong. I'll do it happily. Anybody that's watched this show for any period of time will admit, I will admit when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case here, I will. But to do it today is irresponsible. Yep. Uh, the NFL and the uh, NFLPA both launching investigations into what happened not only on Sunday in the Buffalo game, but also, of course, what happened last night leading to Tua Tungavailoa having to be stretchered off the field and spending some time in the hospital. Did hear an interview with a with a doctor earlier today that said, we don't do that anymore. We don't hold people overnight for brain injuries anymore. The only reason we would do that is if we did the MRI and we saw there was bleeding in your brain. And they didn't. And they didn't. They had, Tua had none of that going on. So they released him. Obviously, he's got protocols to follow. He's going to have a recovery here. And I don't think we'll see him on the field for a couple of weeks. No, I, and, and I have no doubt of that. All I'm saying, wait for the inquiry to be done before you start calling for people's jobs. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. 
since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Roots and wings, the two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. I will just say this. Football is a dangerous game. Correct. And these things are going to happen. Also correct. There is no need for the conspiracy theories and the knee-jerk reactions. And it's all the of thing that I hate about Twitter. There's so much money wrapped up into this sport. We talk about all the time the NFL is king. They rule the ratings. There's not another live program on television that does the things that the NFL does. Everyone and their brother today is talking about this, regardless if they watch football or not. And the fact that so many people are commenting without knowing all of the facts is what's driving me crazy. Bingo. You can have your opinion. Mm -hmm. You're totally entitled to your opinion. It's when you get dogmatic and start this, this mob of... The, the medical staff or the coaching staff or whoever needs to be fired, let it play out. Mm-hmm. Then we'll talk. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens with these investigations. Last night on Thursday Night Football, though, it was obviously a terrifying situation seeing Tua Tungavailoa go through what he went through. And the Cincinnati Bengals, this is the team. This is the team that I expected to see. Now, maybe, the, maybe they're not clicking on all cylinders just yet. But I feel like beating a 3-0 and Miami team 27-15 to and that offensive line, I felt like they looked pretty impressive last night. They kept Joe B. very clean. Mm-hmm. Now, it would bother me a lot that you can't run to save your life. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen two teams in an NFL game have a, a more difficult time running the ball than I did last night. Mm-hmm. Both of those teams are good. I saw something with both that I really liked, and I saw something with both that makes me really nervous. Okay. Cincinnati with Joe B in a clean pocket. Uh, a, uh, Mr. Thiggins, uh, you're, I, I told you, he was going to be in the plus matchup because they had made it very clear they were going to shut down Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. And, and in large part, they did until the end. That's the good for Cincinnati. The bad for Cincinnati is you're very committed to the run, and it's doing you absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. That has to improve for you to get where you want to be. 
But that's two wins in a row, two conference wins in a row, and I feel like Cincinnati is getting closer to where they should be. Miami. Miami is a talented team, I think, with a very good coach. And they they are drastically improved from last year. I saw a lot of good things, whether it was Teddy Bridgewater or Tua Tungabailoa. The money you spent on Teddy Bridgewater last night, you saw why you why you do that. Why you did that, yeah. If you don't stop with this Madden offense, teams are going to figure this out. Cincinnati figured it out pretty quickly last night. Of you can dink and dunk, but the way this offense is built with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you can't help but take the shot. You can't help it. Mm-hmm. It's like having two Maseratis in the driveway. You can't help but go hit the interstate and do a buck 20. Mm-hmm. If you don't stop doing that and pick your shots, you have absolutely no shot against the high-end teams in the AFC. They became so predictable late that I was almost calling the shot of what they were running. And I, I, I'm personally going to chalk that up to this as a, a young play caller who, yes, he has called plays before, but this is the first time being his show. And he's wanting to add things that are not Shanahanian. You can't take that many deep shots and think it's going to work. They also can't run the ball to save their lives. Mm-hmm. Chase Edmonds, yikes. Which is very, it, it's very concerning. It's very concerning because we thought that's what they were going to be good at. Like he went out and... Kind of, you know, you made some adjustments on the offensive line, brought in Teron Armstead, and and you've got this zone running scheme guy that has taken over the team, and then the first thing he did was bring in running backs because that was the one glaring need that you had. I mean, for God's sakes, you were running Saldon Ahmed and uh, Miles Gaskin last year. So you went out and got Chase Edmonds. You went out and got Raheem Mostert. It is it is concerning that that's the one thing that we thought you were going to focus on doing, and you can't do it. I, I think both of those teams are good. They both have warts. They both have flaws. Mm-hmm. But I think they're both on the right path. Cincinnati needed a game like last night, beyond a shadow of a doubt. And now you've got two wins in a row. You're back to even on the season. And moving forward, I mean, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a whole lot of fun, I don't think, next week when you have to go to Baltimore, especially depending on what happens this weekend with the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, that's gonna be a very telling game. Right. But I mean Baltimore Cincinnati next week is going to be very telling. Oh yeah. Especially if Baltimore can't beat Buffalo. Because you'll have two two and two teams that we thought were no doubt contenders. When you get to two and three, it gets really difficult really quickly. But I don't see any way that the Cincinnati Bengals don't end up obviously being a playoff team again. And they, you know, they're still in the race for the division here. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and this is the reason that we do overreaction Monday. After two losses, everybody lost their mind about the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, have those fears been satiated? Because they should have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they very much should have. Absolutely. You've had uh, two hard-fought victories over the last two weeks, and um, 
and look at the Miami Dolphins. Now now it's going to be the Teddy Bridgewater show. For at least a week. At le- I think possibly longer than that, it but I'm not a doctor. Than that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you how long. Somebody asked in the comments earlier, like, how long should Tua be out? However the long the doctors say. Mm-hmm. We, That's it's why we not have our doctors. Decision. Right. It's not our decision. It's not the coach's decision. It's the doctor's decision. Where the doctors say that he is he is ready to go, he is fully recovered, and he is healthy, he will be back out on the field. But we got a pretty good feeling that he will not be playing against the Jets next week. So you got you got to like that no. as a Jets fan. I mean, to me, they're very similar players. I mean, I, I don't think this is damning to Miami. You just have to get through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is what football is built on, is next man up. And and the good thing for you is that you invested in backup quarterbacks. There's probably no team in the NFL that could withstand this the way the Miami Dolphins can. So, I mean, I think they're going to be fine. Teddy, uh, maybe stop trying to throw that deep ball that hangs in the air forever and ever and ever. That would be a little unsettling to me if I were a Dolphin fan. He can't help it. It's all he's ever done. I've never seen a player whose deep ball goes that high. He threw two or three punts last night. Mm-hmm. But he did. He came in, did an admirable job. He is not the reason they lost. They lost because flat out the defense could not make a play. Mm-hmm. And Xavier Howard, um, woof. <laughs> I do not know what happened to you. But good gracious, that was not the greatest display I've ever seen. Right. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, like we said, uh, go to 2-2 two and two on the season, beating the Miami Dolphins, handing them their first loss of the year, 27-15 to 15 on Thursday night football. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming up after, uh, coming up after the break, we'll get just a bit outside. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. It is the Sportsocracy here in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. Seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Subscribe to the channel as well so you get all the alerts when we go live. Now, on Monday night, we had Russell Wilson taking some shots from Eli Manning which was hilarious it was it was quite hilarious Eli Manning made the joke that during the game that the Denver Broncos 
probably should have given the $235 million to the punter because the punter had more action in the game than uh, Russell Wilson did. Well, Russ was asked about it, and he had one of the best responses I ever could. In true Russell Wilson fashion, he never gets upset about these things. He always plays it cool, always has the level head. And in his uh, response to being asked about it, he said, look, those, those guys have a lot of fun. It's their job to have fun. I get it. I love Peyton. I love Eli. But I will say this. I'm 3-0 and against Chad Powers. Chad Powers has never gotten the best of me. And I think that's hilarious because I can't wait to see more Chad Powers. Uh, absolutely. And we're I want to see all the Chad Powers. And we're going to um, because the uh, – you know different tv youtube uh streaming services they're all interested trying to get omaha productions to give us more chad powers content there was even a rumor of a ted lasso type series starring chad powers refers to himself in the third person think fast run fast it was never believable though that he was a young guy I mean, you're just wanting it. You're wanting us to believe that this is some young, young guy. You know, a little advanced age, like a Chris Wink, like like a Chris he said he Winky. was twenty six. Yeah, like a Chris Winky kind of guy who is a little older comes in. There is no way. One look at him, you knew that guy was over forty. I, I it, that's easy to say when you're watching it from the outside. You're at, at walk-on tryout day for Penn State. You're not assuming somebody's in full Mrs. Doubtfire makeup right. trying to make the team. Right. You don't assume that, but it was also pretty well known. Like, I mean, you saw you saw the video as well as I did. I mean, these guys are like, who the heck is that? Because he looks more like he just walked off of a beach somewhere in the 1980s. I love Chad Powers. I, 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 I love this Eli Manning way more than I did the player. Oh, no doubt. I mean, cause he seemed like he had the personality of an old sneaker and now you see him and you're like, well, where was this guy during right. your entire, uh, played career? Right. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I see Eli becoming a much bigger star than he ever was in the NFL. And this is a guy who won two Super Bowls. Chad Powers, very likable. Somebody that has not shown himself to be very likable, Las Vegas Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels. And apparently his 0-3 start has brought a former player out of the woodwork to say exactly what it's like playing for Mr. McDaniels. Okay. Tyler Columbus. He was an offensive lineman with the Denver Broncos. He put out a series of, uh, of tweets that were pretty damning to Mr. McDaniels. The first one said, after trading away the young nucleus of our offense, including Jay Cutler, Josh said to the entire team, fellas, don't worry about the quarterback situation. I can turn a high school quarterback into an all pro. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> after completing training camp with fully padded two-a-days as often as was legal, he hyped up a special reward after practice. Would you like to guess what that was? A special reward? A special reward after practice. After fully padded two-a-days. Pushing it all the way to the boundary of what the NFL will allow. 
Did he give away like a candy bar or something? He brought in an ice cream truck. Ah, oh, the ice cream truck. And t-shirts that said Iron Man. That's awesome. Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, he also apparently had 25 slogans painted on the walls. And if you didn't know them verbatim, he would absolutely undress you with the, uh, I, I can't use the word that, that he used, but you would get chewed out by Mr. McDaniels. Right. None of these things make it seem really palatable that he is the the stabilizing force no sounds a lot like a 1990s football coach he did cap it off comes to mind can he play sorry i I couldn't resist doing that josh he capped it off with josh knew the x's and o's as well as any coach i've ever been around you won't hear any former player saying he doesn't know football he just has no clue how to handle people that's really unsettling the fact that a former player would come out on Twitter with his name on it and say mm-hmm. that is – and another thing that's bothersome, nobody came to his defense. No. Look, you – it's hard to keep a secret these uh, days. Yep, I think I addressed that in the beginning of this hour. Exactly. That's Just also with, why I sound like Sling Blade at this point because I'm pretty sure I blew <laughs> up my voice. Just with the Tua Tonga Vailoa thing – with every conspiracy theory in the government and everything in sports. Like, do you realize how many people would have to be involved to keep a secret? And look, nobody loves a good conspiracy theory more than me. Mm-hmm. Hashtag birds aren't real. I love them. They have to make some form of sense. Yeah. This one makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Hashtag birds aren't real. But it rings very, very true that you're gonna have you're gonna have guys that will be willing to go out on that limb and tell you exactly what it was like inside the locker room, what a guy's like when he when he deals with the coaches. I mean, uh LaShawn McCoy with Eric Bienemy in Kansas City. I heard him talking on the uh I Am Athlete podcast earlier this week about what he said about Eric Bieniemy because it all came up with the the little spat that Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy had on the sidelines last week, and even Bieniemy had a slew of former players come mm-hmm. to his aid. Sad that you have to come to somebody's aid on Twitter. That's the you, world you can't we live let in. it go unanswered. That's the world we live in. That's fun. But yeah, when you don't hear the massive outcry of "Oh, that's not true," you pretty much assume horses not zebras that this guy's not fun to be around no i mean and who's shocked that a belichick disciple is not fun to be around he's not a fun guy mm-hmm. josh McD- mcdaniel strikes me as the kind of person that would say he's a mushroom because he's a fun guy uh, oh totally. totally yeah wearing my white new balances hanging around the grill that guy's almost done right there <laughs> you actually you me it's, it's you me it's, it, that's every bit you yeah, that's not even kind of true i'm good with people i have people skills you do I'm good at dealing with people what the hell is wrong with you people what exactly is it you'd say you do here <laughs> but who's shocked by this and 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 that just plays into further into my theory that josh daniel's not a good head coach i i'm i'm not sure uh i i'll tell you this right now the, the reason i told this story is because if he loses the broncos on sunday 
this is going to get really loud. Mm-hmm. And you will get a lot of players, possibly some that are in the writer's locker room right now, that are going to start um, unidenti- uh, anonymous playering. It's always a sign that things have gone awry when the anonymous player starts coming out with facts from inside the locker room. Right. Who's the first one to scrub the Las Vegas Raiders from their Instagram account? Hunter Infra. That's what they all care about. It should be Hunter Infra. No, he's he's got to be sitting around going, uh, can I have a ball, please? Like, I, anything. He's too good for that. He's too good of a guy for that. Uh, I, I, do have to, I do have to mention that I would be remiss if we didn't mention this. The thing that we all wanted is, is happening. I hit the Powerball. So no, we all will, we, we all wouldn't want that. We yes. would all want to hit it ourselves, not you doing it. Oh. So we have the Manning cast on Monday Night Football. Yes, we now have the McAfee cast on Saturday Night College Football. Do what? NC State Clemson McAfee cast. I don't know that I have ever been as excited about. Is this going to be broadcast on television? Uh, ESPN two. Really? Of which, over under number of times that you hear one of those, uh, their mouth's moving, why are no words happening? Because you can't say that on television. <laughs> See, I, that's what I would want. Like, like there are some people who just want us to be the uncensored sportsocracy all the time. So, we can't do that. Nope, not on FCC air. Because we're on the FCC airwaves, which is the same thing with espn remember the big kerfuffle that happened last year with uh with espn when eli flipped the bird and oh they had marshawn lynch on and marshawn was just throwing uh expletives left and right and there was nothing that they could do do about it except for i mean you could have run a delay and bleeped it but they didn't and now you're gonna put pat mcafee on i'm not saying pat mcafee can't censor himself because obviously he he does does on game day right he's used to it on game day he's used to it when he used to do uh uh mike and mike and and all the shows and it was on get up this morning so that's not gonna be a problem right but the reason i brought this up he's so much funnier when he's not though it will this this brought up a a a long-standing idea that i believe now is probably the time to revisit okay I have always been asked to do uh, Twitter. I've, I've been asked to do this a lot of times. I want to know if there would be any audience for it, an uncensored for one of the games. I I can't do it on Sunday because I'm contracted somewhere else. I could do it for college football. I could do it for Thursday night football. If there is an interest, uh, HWA has already announced that she would be uh, my second. For oh, that. nice. I can't ask you to do more than you already do. Yeah. You're, <laughs> You're a busy guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, special occasions, be glad to. Every week? Yeah, that's a bit of a different uh, We're in the process of remodeling our house. Yes, the thing's going to different places, and we're considering doing a, uh, a it, what is it you always call it, a between two ferns? Yeah, the between two ferns. Yeah, it's not going to be exactly like that, but we're considering doing a setup for this if there would be an interest in it, mm-hmm. and it would probably be for college. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking doing it Saturdays, having all the games, tie something in with DC streams where you can watch the games, we watch the games. I can't show you the games, but we can discuss them. 
Uh, it's not on FCC air, so, so I'm not just doing one specific game, nope. like channel bouncing around. Yep. I mean, that could be a whole lot of fun. It would almost be like uncensored college football red zone. Yeah, with uh, where I can't show you the games, but I can tell you how to get to them, and then make jokes and and things like that. Day drinking with Jeremy, I like that already. Uh, yeah, and HWA has already co-signed of. If there is interest, I will I, I will make the weekly appearance. Now the question is, how long will it take her to get prepared? to be on a camera that is in our house over under is two and a half hours. <laughs> Eric Miller said it'd be almost like Jeremy only fans. I've long had an idea of having my own only fans, but I can't say anything about it on this show. But will it, but will it be as successful as Rachel Dolezal's only fans? <laughs> that is the real question. At sports. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> uh steven Tao says y'all should do the london game live for fantasy talk it's we funny. are doing the, uh, it's we funny are doing that the you say that because we will be uh we will be on live during the london game if you uh were not with us last year when the jets played the atlanta falcons in the london game we were live for that and it was quite funny with the television here in the studio and jeremy doing his uh well his new york jets fan thing where you just Sadness. scream at the television for a solid three actually, and a half hours. I actually think that's where my most patented phrase was. I think it was coined in that stream. Run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. <laughs> you are in the sports accuracy here on ESPN. Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We got picks to make. It's time. It's time for bangers. And here's the thing. This is a week that I got so many dogs. I had to put the favorites together. In the next segment, I'm going to give you all the favorites. There's some bad lines. Go go give the points. It's okay. That's not what makes me feel warm and fuzzy, but there's a few that I couldn't help. Then every other pick. All the dogs coming your way here in the sportsocracy. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money... You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. If you've been around long enough, you know I'm not a big fan of favorites. 
However, this week, some bad lines. First, Washington's a two-and-a-half-point favorite at UCLA. I don't know what UCLA team Vegas is seeing, but the one I'm seeing can't get 800 people into the stadium and should have already lost twice to very inferior competition. This Washington team's good. Michael Penix is borderline impossible to defend. This one wasn't hard. Huskies minus two and a half. Next, the UT San Antonio Roadrunners are a four and a half point favorite at Middle Tennessee State. This one's easy. This is an overreaction to you went to Miami and beat Miami. This was not as much you beat them as they beat themselves. UTSA is good. Should have beaten Texas. Fourth quarter didn't go their way. Give me the Roadrunners minus four and a half. Maryland is a seven and a half point favorite at Michigan State. The Spartans are bad, 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 but bad, bad, and they don't score easily. You know who does? Maryland. Maryland and Talia Tungavailoa score at will. Give me the Terrapins minus seven and a half. Baylor is a two and a half point favorite against Oklahoma State. It's a gut call. I feel like Baylor's the best team in the Big 12, and I don't really think it's all that close. Oklahoma State, vet quarterback, a lot of things. The defense is not as good as it was. The offense is fine, but I don't think it's enough to beat Baylor. Washington State's a four-point favorite against Cal. Let me say that again. Washington State's a four-point favorite at home against Cal. That means if this game was played in Berkeley, they would be a two-point dog. Stop that. Uh, When you say it like that, sounds really stupid. Give me the Cougs, minus four. And finally, the Duke Blue Devils are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Virginia. Virginia's horrible. Offensive line is terrible. Duke's defense is far superior. And they're just not getting the credit because the one really legitimate team they played beat them. It's a good Kansas team. Blue Devils, minus two-and-a-half. You are in the sportsocracy, and you can always take your wagers to betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put into the account, up to $2,500. Promo code SPORTSOCRACY when you set up an account at betus.com. Those are the favorites. Those are the favorites. And now comes time for all the underdogs. (laughs) And you've got a slew of them, I'm told. This is the most picks I will ever give out in one show. And frankly, by the end of it, I may be having to sign my picks because the voice is not hanging in nicely. Right. We will be picking games in the college ranks coming up at the top of the next hour as uh, Keenan Nesbitt from the Buckham County Sheriff's Office will be joining us for Share If You Want To, or I guess I should say Share If You share Want if To. You want to. Share If You Want To. I mean, After- you can share if you want to, too. That's the premise of the song. Indeed. Put the word sheriff in it. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, speaking of uh, sharing things, uh, we encourage everybody to check us out on YouTube, share the video out with your friends, so they will be able to subscribe to the channel as well, get all those alerts when we go live. Again, the Fantasy Game Time Decisions show every that was Sunday. That going to be fun. Is Three and a half to- hours. Yep. Me possibly coming off an aggressive night of domestic lights at NyQuil. No telling really what version of me you're going to get at 830 on right. Sunday morning. Um, just to uh, follow up on something that was said earlier in the program about the New England Patriots Green Bay Packers game, Mac Jones has been ruled out. He will miss his first start uh, of his NFL career. And, and that's the right call. I mean, you couldn't be in that much pain a, a week ago and mm-hmm. this be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Brian Hoyer will be starting for the New England Patriots and uh, you said you would have liked it better if Mac Jones had started this game? Oh, I would like it better for Green Bay. A fully healthy Brian Hoyer is better than a gimpy 
Mac Jones. Okay. I, now, I'll be honest with you. I don't care who plays quarterback. Neither one of them had a shot of beating Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going on the road with a team that can't score points against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah. I, I don't like your chances at all. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those lines I, I have long been told by odds makers. These are games that we hate because we can't set the line high enough. I mean, it's the NFL, so you can't go 17, but you full well know Green Bay's the better team. This is not going to be close. And that's how I think it plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we have found out that uh, David Montgomery's been officially ruled out. Against that means the it's New a Giants. full Khalil Herbert Sunday. Who, I mean, he rushed for almost 150 yards last week. Uh, he's the better of the two running backs. Uh, I get asked this question a lot about Khalil Herbert. I, is he going to overtake David Montgomery? Ask yourself this question. Which one are they committed to? Mm-hmm. David Montgomery's on an expiring contract. This is Melvin Gordon last year in Denver. Yeah, they'll run David Montgomery to the ground because they don't care. They mm-hmm. have no intention of resigning him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Khalil Herbert is the running back of the future. It's just a guy I would like a little uh, Yeah, try to tell you. Uh, again, as we mentioned earlier in the program, the New Orleans Saints will be without Jameis Winston to start out uh, or, or for this week at the, in the London game as the International Series kicks off at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Did, did you see the process of uh, of moving that field? No. So they have to pull up the soccer field to put down a football field. Okay. That seems like a lot of work. I mean, do you not have a football field over there somewhere? Probably not. They don't play football over there. I mean, there. I'm, a, I'm well aware of I that. I mean, there is a league. I had a buddy that played in the league. There's the American Football League of England or Europe or whatever. Used to play for the uh, Leicester Falcons. Did my friend uh, Jonathan Palmer. I don't think that's how they say it there. Yeah, they do. Uh, it- yeah, that's the official English... British pronunciation. No, I still maintain it. If it's Lester, it's L-E-S-T-E-R. <laughs> as long as there's an I and a C in it, it's not Lester. That's not something the rednecks out here in the Irwin community just it's not made Le- up. It is not Leicester. Uh, it's, it's not. That's how it's spelled it's up. Lester. That's That's how you say it. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming up after the Sports Center update, we will play Share If You Want To with Keenan Nesbitt of the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office picking all the biggest games in college football this weekend. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy, presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400, the final hour of the work week here. And I think anybody that's listened to us all week will say for Jeremy, it's mercifully yeah, you need at least a day of, of oh, respite. Yeah. By, by the end of it, I feel like in, in bangers, I'm going to have to do it as Carl Childers. Mm, here's these date clips. Mm. You can do it much better when you are uh, when you, when your voice is stressed like that. Oh, it, so. it sounds much more chaotic. <laughs> Indeed, it is uh, third hour of the program. Usually, we kick off the third hour with the daily draft, but that'll be coming up later on in the hour as Jeremy and I We'll be drafting our favorite games of the weekend. And this is a good weekend for that, too. It is a very good weekend for that. Uh, But 
as we do every Friday, at least for uh, this season. Brand new, our new Pick'em game against another member of the law enforcement community. Uh, it's time to play Sheriff You Want To here on ESPN Asheville with Keenan Nesbitt of the Buckham County Sheriff's Office. He said, I ain't to cops, I ain't your parents, boys, you're dealing with the county sheriff. So I said, we can share if you want to. Oh, that is the uh, future headliner of a Super Bowl halftime show. No doubt, and I will be there present in the county. <laughs> Our good friend, Luke Combs. Getting us started here on Share If You Want To. Uh, Keenan, welcome into the program, sir. How's uh, how, how did last week treat you? Last week didn't treat me so good, It man. did not. It, it did, did not treat you well at all. It didn't treat Jeremy well at all either. Jeremy and uh, and Keenan both 2-6 and six last week in the eight games that we picked in this here segment, which means... I am the reigning champion from last week uh, because I did great in the early slate. Got all four of them. And then all of us missed out on the last four games that we picked last week. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I was in the NFL. There was a point last week that I was 1-8 and eight against the spread. And then, you know, won every game in the 4 o'clock slate. We don't pick spreads in this version of uh our beat the chief contest we're just picking outright winners in the college ranks eight games each and every week so far on the season jeremy is an even 12 and 12 with the lead in the contest uh again by one game over me at 11 and 13 uh kenan's got some ground to make up but we have all the faith in the world that you can uh with uh, a 9 and 15 record through the first three weeks uh, th this is a uh, there, there's no Kansases on this schedule. This is all teams that we're all very versed with. Yeah, that. that oh makes come a on, big Kansas difference. has been good to me. Uh, Kansas has been good to me too. I tell you who haven't been good for me. Jesus Christ! How about them Gators? Chomp chomp chomp! Man, uh, hey, I, you showed yourself well, and you made a lot of Tennessee betters very angry. Tennessee Twitter lost its mind when Florida somehow found a way to cover that number. Mm -hmm. I I was I was at Pat Tavern downtown, and I just I just like, can I get it to go by? <laughs> he just closed up that's, shop. Like, I'm not gonna lie. That, check please. Oh, here's the thing. That's a good Tennessee team. There is there is no uh, there is no dishonor in losing to, to that. UT team. I no. I feel that it's going to be between Tennessee and Georgia for the East. They are Tennessee oh, yeah. is playing really good. Yeah, Tank doesn't want to give any uh, credence to Tennessee. You know, could be in the Georgia Bulldog that he is. Well, I've I've said nothing but good things about the Tennessee Volunteers this year so far. Uh, Keenan, as somebody that has people lie to you on a regular basis, I feel like that should have sounded very familiar, <laughs> right? Because that is what a lie sounds like. <laughs> yeah don't do that by the way don't 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 lie to cops don't that's, don't do crimes that's crimes that's crimes uh all right so let's get into this week's games here the uh first game that we are going to pick we're going in uh chronological order of uh the order of appearance for these teams in this week's college football slate at noon tomorrow we will have the michigan wolverines on the road against the Iowa Hawkeyes. You know that Gus Johnson looked at this game on the schedule and went, really? Really? 
Send me to Iowa? They can't score. This might be a game that is in the oh, pick segment okay. later. <laughs> all right, all right. This, this may be one of your underdogs of the day. Look, Iowa is disgusting to watch offensively. Mm-hmm. They've also allowed 20 points all year. Four games they've allowed 23 points. It's a good team. It's a good defensive team. One of the best defensive teams in the country. But have I, they played a team that's capable of putting up big points? Rutgers and Iowa State are both better than you think. Okay. But at the end of the day, I, I just look at Michigan and go, if you slip twice in a 60-minute game, you let them get behind you two times, you're done. Because mm-hmm. you have no shot of scoring on them. This is one of those that's very easy. If you think it stays under the number, you lean Iowa. Because the over-under is 42. And they're a ten and a half point dog. Mm-hmm. If it goes over, it's easily Michigan. Since this is just outright winners, go blue, go blue, uh, go big blue. The uh, Michigan Wolverines, Jeremy, you got them going on the road against Iowa and getting the win. Um, I don't see much of a path of of that not happening. This will be closer than people think. I, I JJ McCarthy is can... not a he's not a patient quarterback, and you saw it against Maryland mm-hmm. because Maryland's got dogs on that defense. The only problem is they don't have enough of them. And you saw him get impatient. That game was way closer than it should have been. Mm-hmm. And I could I see a path of the same thing happening with Iowa. I am a huge believer in J.J. McCarthy. I thought that the, the, it was ridiculous that Jim Harbaugh even thought about uh, Kate starting, starting Cade McNamara. J.J. McCarthy is the future of this team. Blake Corum is the real deal. He's going to be playing on Sundays real, real soon. I don't think this game will ever be close. Oh, it'll be close. Mm-hmm. I believe it's going to be team. a low-scoring game. This might be first one to ten. But I'm going blue. But I'm going by – it ain't going to be no no 40-point game. No. It's going to be a very boring, long – You're not going to get to hear many of those exciting Gus Johnson calls in this game. This might be a little bit of a waste of old Gus. Oh, you'll get to hear them. You'll get to hear them, but they'll all be for blue. There ain't going to be none of them for the I, Iowa I think guys. this game's way closer than you do. Yeah, I believe it's going to be – I I watched Iowa play once, and they do have a good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan, I still, I'm not sold on Michigan yet. And see, I'm not either. Uh, I feel like last week against Maryland, a lot of people chalk that up as Maryland is better than we think, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of those that's six one way, half dozen the other. Maryland's better than you think. I don't think Michigan's as good as we think they are. Okay. I mean, they have put up a huge amount of points this this year so far, averaging 50 points a game, but that but it, also came against Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn. I was about to say. So, they beat three of the worst teams in FBS football and struggled mightily at home with Maryland. Right. So this is going to be the, the first true temperature gauge game for the Michigan Wolverines, but I I, I mean, I, I still feel like they're going to win big. But we're all on Michigan to win this game uh, here on Share If You Want To. Number seven, Kentucky, goes on the road to number 14, Ole Miss. Jeremy, you and I talked about this game yesterday, and there are there are prognosticators out there that are not thinking about the return of Chris Rodriguez. Uh, I have been told by someone uh, that's 
Uh, let's just say he's heavily invested in sports gambling. This is the worst line I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. This line stinks to high heaven. Kentucky's the better team. I don't care where this game's being played. Ole Miss is very good offensively. They cannot play dead in the Western on defense. Mm-hmm. I- I'm taking Kentucky outright. I am too. I'm taking Kentucky to win this game as well because, look, they are going to be able to run the ball. They are going to be able to. I'm not. I'm not going to say they're going to be able to have their way with the the Ole Miss defense. It's the defensive side of the ball for Kentucky that I'm interested in, which is very good because they are very good. They're very good at stopping the run, and that's what this Ole Miss team has turned into. This isn't the Matt Corral team that just slung the ball like crazy. This is a team that's got four stud running backs. They can hurt you in so many ways, but Kentucky's really good against the run. And they have stood up against SEC top teams time in and time out, have made games closer than you want them to be. And I just don't think that Ole Miss is in their class. It's very obvious that Lane Kiffin doesn't trust Jackson Dart in this offense yet. He's thrown 82 passes in four games. Mm -hmm. What is Kentucky going to do? Load the box, Mm -hmm. make you beat us the way you don't want to. Mm -hmm. I think this line is awful. All right, Jeremy and I are both going with Kentucky to win. I haven't seen Ole Miss play this season, but I don't. I I, I ain't never really felt like Ole Miss been a solid team on both sides of the ball in a long time. They've always been good on one or the other. Yes, and it's almost predominantly been on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you, from being a, a Gator fan the last three years, I paid attention to Tennessee and Kentucky, and I have been saying Kentucky and Tennessee get better and better and better i'm going kentucky kentucky all the way all right another full sweep here everybody going kentucky how about another big top 25 sec only matchup as number two alabama goes on the road to take on the arkansas razorbacks the number 20 team in the country that um i mean they're 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 coming off a tough one last they're week. coming off a game that they should have won I mean, straight up should have won they were the better team i understand the upright got you on the field goal uh chuck in our youtube comments nick saban's 15 and 0 against arkansas mm-hmm. that's not changing this week alabama Keenan, i feel like this is gonna think? be a good game i watched that game they lost i feel like they made some mistakes that they should be 4-0 all day long if they were going in the game four and zero, their numbers far would be, you know, what they rank would be a lot different. It's just hard to go against Saban, man. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 it ain't if it ain't me picking on, you know, Georgia to beat Alabama here in a few months in Atlanta, I ain't picking nobody to go against Saban right now. So I'm I'm going I'm going Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Alabama as well. I mean, numbers are one thing, spreads are another thing, but when you're picking outright, I, there are very few teams in this country that I would pick to beat Alabama outright. It will not shock me if this game looks almost exactly the way that Texas did. Mm-hmm. Alabama on the road has been terrible at covering big numbers. Mm-hmm. I will not be shocked if K.J. Jefferson comes out early, challenges the secondary, puts some points on the board, and then 
end of the first half, coming out of the locker room in the third. Nick Saban and Bryce Young figure out that Arkansas defense is very talented. Mm-hmm. They have two of the best linebackers in the country. Front four is gigantic. This is not going to be easy. This will not be a they walk into Arkansas and walk out 45-7. to seven. This game's going to be close. Yeah, the game's going to be really, really close. Arkansas is going to be able to put pressure on Bryce Young. But in the end, as you said, Jeremy, Arkansas, or or I think it was you, Keenan, that said uh, they've made some mistakes. They made some mistakes. And now, when you make mistakes against Nick Saban. He's going to capitalize exactly, on them. Texas A&M couldn't do it. He will make you pay for it. Now I I'm not gonna sit here and say that I I ain't gonna be I may not be sitting on the couch saying, Man, I should have picked Arkansas. <laughs> because I, I, I see that Texas game and if you explosive and you got a good defense on the road, they struggling. Mm-hmm. So if Arkansas got the got their mistake put put together and they come out and stay solid and stay focused, see with Alabama you gotta stay focused all four quarters. You can't be focused two out of the four. Right. You if you ain't gonna come out and be focused all four quarters, and you start making mistakes here and there, they're gonna it's gonna pay. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna cost you in the fourth quarter because Nick Saban will put something together for that late for that late drive. All right. Nobody nobody's uh, taking the shot yet. I, I will say an insider told me if Alabama keeps playing with fire on the road, they're gonna get burnt, and it's gonna be an ugly one, and mm-hmm. it could be this week. Okay. Uh, we are, like I said, nobody's going out on that limb yet. We're all in agreement on the first oh, three picks. Don't worry. The, I, I have a feeling the next five will be a little different. We got a full sweep on Michigan, Kentucky, and Alabama to win outright in their big matchups this weekend. Coming up next, we'll talk about uh, primo matchups in the, a- in the ACC and in the Big 12 here on ESPN Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than bag of hammers. 
And we're back on ESPN Asheville coming to you from the Ingles studio playing share if you want to with Keenan Nesbitt, the community outreach deputy for the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office. And we are picking all the uh, biggest college games of the week. Just picking outright winners here, not picking against the spread or anything. So that's probably one of the reasons that we don't have a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of disagreements yet. Oh, don't worry, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Well, we got another top twenty-five matchup in the Big Twelve. Number nine Oklahoma State takes on number sixteen Baylor. This is the rematch of the Big Twelve championship game last year. That was probably look. I don't watch all of the Big Twelve championship games because most of the time they don't matter. Last year, I was heavily invested because I love both of the coaches of these teams. And it was possibly the best Big 12 championship game I have ever seen. Baylor making that last-second stand on the goal line against Oklahoma State. What happens in this one? I feel like Baylor being as good defensively as they are. The BYU game has skewed the narrative on Baylor. I just think they're a better team. Oklahoma State is not balanced at all. They score a ton of points. But it's against it's been against teams that can't stop the pass to save their lives. I'm going Baylor. Baylor over Oklahoma State. Baylor is at home, so does that matter to you? They're a slightly different team at home. Uh, I mean, if this was if this was at T Boone Pickens Stadium, then I might take Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would. It's just it's hard for me to believe a team that's as talented defensively defensively as Baylor is going to get beat by a team that can only beat you one way. I mean, they have been able to run against teams that are not in the ballpark of Baylor. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this makes it worse. You got it will be a lot put on Spencer Sanders. I just don't think they have enough. And I frankly don't think Spencer Sanders is all that good. I mean, he's he's obviously good because he's a starting quarterback in in the Big Twelve for one of the best teams in the country. He's a tremendous college quarterback, and I just don't I, I don't I don't see him as the game breaker. The you know the guy who's going to uh, sway the game when it really matters Baylor on the other hand and that defense I'm I'm going to be on Dave Aranda's side every time so I'm taking Baylor as well Keenan how do you feel about this one oh Baylor 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 me and Baylor is like a bittersweet conversation (laughs) (sighs) I have not seen nothing from Oklahoma State I have not watched them um I didn't watch it much last season. I haven't watched them none this season. But I I, I haven't seen them on on TV much either. So I feel like they, – they, they haven't played much of a schedule so far. So uh, the like, best team they've played is Arizona State, who fired their coach on the field. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to see a lot more of them as the season goes on. Oh, yeah, because they have a slew of games that will be game of the week type. So with, with that being said, I feel like Baylor is probably more battle-tested. So I'm going Baylor. All right. Everybody's on Baylor yet again. Now, this one might be where we have a little disagreement as Jeremy's Florida State Seminoles take on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons in a top 25 matchup. Oh, it's my team. I'll go first. I'll make this as clear as I can. Wake Forest, better team. Wake Forest, better team. Florida State can't stop the run. The fact that it's going to be a little... Uh, Florida State got very lucky that this hurricane, in terms of the on the field, 
if this had been a, a sloppy, wet mess, I think they could have gotten run off the field. Mm-hmm. I believe they're going to get beat because they can't stop the run. I mean, and I'm talking to the highest level. They're one of the worst run defenses in the country. Bad teams have averaged six yards a carry against them. Uh, for me, easy, Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Believing in the claw P.O. to confuse your defense? Well, you just pick it apart. Uh, there's going to be a lot of times that there's wide open running lanes that makes it real easy on Sam Hartman, and I think that mitigates how good the pass defense is. All right, Keenan, what do you think? Wake Forest? Wake Forest. Oh, man. He, he can't I, say Florida I, State out loud. I, I, he knows I, we're the best oh, team in Florida. I forgot I, Gator. He knows I, unequivocally that we're the best team in Florida, and that hurts, and, and I understand that. I've been there. I, I'm going to tell you I have seen both of them play so far, and – Florida State's just struggling, man. They, mm-hmm. they, it's like they're almost like South Carolina. They just like they just struggle. Hey, don't compare my four and zero Florida State Seminoles to. Uh, uh, I, look, offensively, we're fine. It's the defense that made Louisville got pretty much anything they wanted on us. It just so happened they couldn't hang with Jordan with, with uh, uh, Tate Rodemaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Wake Forest is, is there's another ACC team this year that's like I don't know what North Carolina have done, but they have done something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for it. Okay. All right. Not so fast, my friend. Oh, you Look, going to leave on me? I'm going Florida State Seminoles in this one, and it hurts my soul to do that because I don't, you know. You don't want me that, to be as insufferable as I, as you know I will be? Oh, 100%. I mean, we're going to have to open the show with this on Monday if it happens. Is the top 25 matchup Florida. Look, you know me. I'm narrative guy. And there is nothing more than I love seeing a, a, a once great program start to bounce back under a head coach that was just getting murdered in the press last year. Now he's ranked in the top 25. You got Jordan Travis out there doing special things. Wake Forest does not have a defense. I think you're going to be able to run the ball against them. I think you're going to be able to throw against them. Will they be able to score? Absolutely. Is this going to be as entertaining as uh, the Clemson-Wake Forest game was last week? Probably. Absolutely. Yeah, probably. Absolutely. It's going to be just phenomenal. And I don't care what the number is. Over! Yeah, you gave credit to Mike Norvell. I'm going to give credit to Alex Adkins, who I think should be in line for the Broyles Award. What he's done with his offense is mm-hmm. unbelievable, and the fact that Charlotte, the fact that we came to Charlotte to get him, Kenny Dillingham, enjoy Oregon. We're loving your replacement. I'm buying in full bounce back uh, for the Florida State Seminoles. Their program, they're at home. It's all narrative based for Florida State to pull off the win. I get Wake Forest is going to be ticked off that they lost last week to Clemson. I just don't think your defense can do anything about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Florida State. There's too many undisciplined things that happen in the run game, and I feel like Wake Forest is a nightmare scenario mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going Florida State. And Jeremy and uh, Keenan Nesbitt are going for the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Uh, number 17, Texas A&M takes on Mississippi State. Texas A&M. I call it first. I, I'm right there with him. Yeah. This one's stupid to me. <laughs> yeah. This has been the biggest public narrative dog in all of college football this week, and I don't get it to save my life. I, don't I like Will Rogers. That Texas A&M defense is talented. Uh, they may not be able to score. I like them much better with Max Johnson than I ever mm-hmm. did with, uh, uh, what was it, Big Helmet? Dark Helmet. Dark Helmet, yeah. I, I like them much better with Max Johnson. Yeah, we're all on Texas A&M to win this one. I think that's an easy one. Uh-huh. That was like I do too. That's very easy right yep. there. Yep. Uh, LSU 
takes on Auburn. Now, this one is hard because for me, I feel like they are both garbage this year. <laughs> I can't disagree with you. It's, I mean, I feel like LSU is getting better as time goes on. But they do look disjointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like from from what we saw a few seasons ago to now, it's just like, man, what happened? That's like, what happens when you completely overlook the defense for four solid years. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't, I don't know, man. But I'm just gonna go with my gut feeling on this, and I'm going War Eagle. Auburn at home. Okay, Auburn at Jordan Harrod is one of the toughest places to play in the entire nation not just in the sec and i don't i don't see it i don't like them i don't like anything about auburn there's nothing about this team that i like from the coach down to the players i'll go one step further i don't think they just get beat i think they get slaughtered Mm -hmm. and i think brian harson is looking for more gainful employment on sunday oh he's gonna get fired i believe this is the game where you see it because lsu is not overly talented Auburn is the most undisciplined team I've seen in a long time in SEC football. It's mm-hmm. not Vanderbilt or Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have too much talent to be this undisciplined. I feel like they've quit on him. I, I don't think LSU's that much better. This is just one of those that's going to be the rock, the, the proverbial rock go, going downhill. Yeah, It gets the momentum, and then there's just nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they do go on the road and lose to an Auburn team that I feel like the public narrative on auburn is they're not good they're obviously in disarray the ad has already been fired uh and brian harson is just hanging on by dental floss and not strong dental floss no. either like that like stuff, stuff you got you at, at the, the dollar, dollar general <laughs> not even a dollar general that's like the dollar tree that's not a dollar yeah, tree no yeah. more <laughs> exactly so I, I mean if lsu I, like who needs this game more i feel like auburn's already tapped out like oh, auburn needs this game more but it doesn't matter they've Man. quit if lsu goes on the road and loses this game it's gonna get really loud for I, brian kelly i think it's gonna get really loud either way i i mean i go back to what i said earlier they're both just garbage so, i mean here's the difference one of them's paying a hundred million dollars to their coach and the other one's not mm-hmm. I, I i'm all in on lsu yep all right so jeremy and i are on lsu and, and i know uh, there's disagreement on this last one <laughs> And uh, Keenan Nesbitt of the Buckham County Sheriff's Office taking the Auburn Tigers at home in Jordan Hare. Now, number five Clemson hosts number 10 NC State. NC State. NC State. Wolfpack. All right. Keenan's going NC State. I'm going puppy fingers. Jeremy's going NC State. And I don't buy it, not for a single second. Look, NC State's a good program. They're, they, they are a good football team. Devin Leary can do special things. The defense is really good. This is just I, – I don't buy it. I don't buy that you're going to go into uh, Death Valley and beat Clemson. I just don't. Clemson has won like 38 straight games at home. This is the first time in a top 10 matchup for NC State as a program – and I, I just don't know that they're tested enough to stand up to the kind of pressure that's going to be applied in this one. Of course, I said the same thing about last year's game. And what happened? NC State beat Clemson on their home field at uh, up in Raleigh. This is going to sound absolutely insane. I don't know that being in Death Valley is – I don't know that that's a positive. For Clemson? 
No, for DJ Oyungalele. Oh. If Devin Leary comes out and picks on that bad secondary, and mm-hmm. I got news for you, they it's bad. bad. Yes. Uh, if he comes out and picks on that secondary, and DJ, a couple empty possessions, maybe a turnover, it could get loud calling for Klubnik in a hurry. Clemson does not expect to be in double overtime games with Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. You do this two weeks in a row with another team from North Carolina, it'll get loud. I'm telling you. Well, I'm sure it it's will. It's going to get very loud. Cause the Wolfpack to come and to take over. <laughs> you, it pains me to do this. You 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 have Puppy to fingers. you have to be sitting in their shoes, man. Like they 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 beat them last year at home, mm-hmm. and now they have the opportunity to go break a streak that nobody else SEC teams haven't done. Nobody else has done. Well, in fairness, the SEC teams were uh, or South Carolina. Yeah. I was gonna say the SEC, that's the only one I think that's been in there. That's the only SEC team that will uh, that will go into uh, Tiger Stadium. Yeah, they played Georgia, but that was in Charlotte. Yeah, I feel like DJ made a turn last week, and he is uh, he's going to show you. He's going to show you. I have a feeling he's, he's going to make a turn this week. Uh, your stomach as you watch it going. <laughs> oh my good lord, that is awful. All right, so we've got three disagreements. I'm on Clemson over NC State. And uh, also taking Florida State <laughs> over Wake Forest. And uh, Keenan, he's, uh, he's taking Auburn at home against LSU. We will see how it shakes out this weekend. Of course, uh, as I mentioned before, Jeremy's got the season lead, but I am the weekly winner from last week, and I don't intend on giving up my title that easily. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville Keenan, we appreciate you always coming in and picking games with us here every Friday. Thank you for having me, man. You are in the sportsocracy, and we will be back. Uh, or, uh, no, actually, we got something to do, don't we? A little bit. What, 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 what pray tell, is it time for? It's, it, it's my favorite time. What is that? It's time for the underdogs. Oh, it's underdog time. Coffee's the closers on. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the win. Texas, Texas, seven and a half point dog to Kansas State. Look, I was on Kansas State last week against Oklahoma. I love this team. Seven and a half is too much. This will be a bit of a track meet. Deuce Vaughn has a big week. I'm not saying I'm coming around on Texas Tech yet. Seven and a half too much. Give me the Red Raiders plus seven and a half. Next, I was a ten and a half point dog at Michigan. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I'm not sure 10 points get scored in this game. I see that many points hanging against a team with a defense that good. I'll be on that side. Hawkeyes plus ten and a half. TCU is a six point dog to Oklahoma. Do you believe me on the Sooners yet? TCU plus six. Texas A&M's a three-and-a-half-point dog at Mississippi State, and that's stupid. Texas A&M is entirely too talented to be a dog in this game. I don't care where they play it. This is Will Rogers and a bunch of dudes. Not enough to beat Jimbo. A&M plus three-and-a-half. Finally, SMU, they've moved this game to Wednesday. It's been moved 43 times. I don't care if they play it on the moon. I don't care if they play it on... Thursday, Tuesday, Sunday, Monday. I don't care. It's easy. Central Florida's awful. SMU, not awful. And they score points easily. Easy for me. Mustangs plus the three. They win outright. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy. As always, take those wagers to BetUs.com, use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY, and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put into the account, up to $2,500. You can obviously tell that the voice is not holding out. 
but I still got a little left. That's right. Because we've still got bangers to get to. We got a, less than 20 minutes away. And this and this week, 4-0 and with the big dog. This week, two big dogs. Coming up next, Daily Draft, talking about uh, where we would go if we could go anywhere this weekend in the football world. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Roots and wings, the two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls. All the ingredients for family. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. And welcome back into the sportsocracy. Oh, we just gotta we just gotta hang in there for another ten minutes. And then Jeremy's going to have more bangers for the weekend. Oh, and I've got some uh, I, two super two big dogs, two big dogs. If you don't know what a big dog is, big dogs. Where not only do I take the dog, I'm taking them to win outright, and I've got two. Oh, two of them. Two of them. Cannot wait. All right, uh, daily draft time here in the sportsocracy. We do it every Friday, picking the best games that we would want to go to this weekend. What's going to get our eyeballs? Where would we be spending our money? And uh, Jeremy, you uh, you you want to go first? I, I I can do that. Uh, for me, there are a lot of college games. Yes. So I almost feel like I want to let you deal with those. Oh no! I'm going Buffalo, Baltimore. Damn it! I don't like the way this started at all. Yeah, that I'm was going gonna, that was going to be my strategy as well. Was there are so many good college games to pick this week? Yeah, I'll let you sort through those, and I'll take what's left. Man, so Buffalo, because I feel like the drop off from there is pretty precipitous in the NFL. You're absolutely right about that. Buffalo and uh, Buffalo and the Ravens. It's a great, great choice. Great choice. Um, in the college ranks, I mean, we ju- we just talked about both of the games that I'm getting ready to pick here. Um, because I don't think there's going to be another place that's going to be as on fire in college football this weekend as Death Valley is going to be for this game with NC State. You you forget that this is a rivalry game. Look, I know that this is one of the most lopsided rivalries in all of college football, 
but they've got their own trophy. This is the textile bowl, baby, and it it matters, and it's never mattered more. The textile bowl. Yeah, yeah I know. That's adorable. I know it's stupid, but that's uh, adorable. Yeah, let them let them have their fake rivalries. Anyway, uh, NC State comes in as a uh, top ten team. This is going to be a real test for the Clemson Tigers. Not that last week wasn't, but you want to continue to uh, live above water here. Dabo Sweeney, DJ Uyangalele, and that uh, vaunted defensive front for Clemson, you got to get it done. I don't think there's going to be another place that's going to be as on fire as Death Valley. I'm taking Clemson and NC State. Really close second, though, is going to be Razorback Stadium. Interesting. That's, uh, I, that, that worked out in my favor. Number two, Alabama. Number 20, Arkansas. SEC supremacy on the line. See, that one to me has uh, – it could be a great game. It's and it's going to be an electric be. atmosphere. I don't think there's any way around it. In the first quarter. It could all come tumbling after very quickly after that. I mean, it, you left me what I feel like is a layup. Mm-hmm. Play my music. Oh, geez. How I did, mean, I have to. How did I not know? I, I can't not. First time in the top 25 in a while. Playing another top 25 team. I'm telling you right now, if if I'm wrong and Florida State wins this game, that is going to be a terrible place to have to go into. Yeah. Because that fan base shows up regardless. They'll show up just to boo you. Mm-hmm. And go, oh, Jolly Clemson comes in just a few weeks from now. <laughs> just throwing that out there. All right. So my first pick would be Florida State uh, in Tallahassee for Wake Forest. My second one, and maybe this is because I've been to this place before, and I've talked about this before. It's a a very pretty place to see a a football game, and I'm not talking about the agriculture. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kentucky Ole Miss. I will be in Oxford. Sundresses and full suits, and it's just a that right. is a different place to watch a college football game. Right. I thought it was very interesting the uh, the the comments from um, coach for Ole Miss. What's his name? Lane, Lane Kiffin. Kiffin. Thank you. Uh, I thought it was very interesting Lane Kiffin talking about the struggles that they've been having lately to pack that stadium. Did you hear about this? I did. Yeah. That it's like it's like playing in a high school stadium. Where you got so many empty seats and the crowd's not into it. I have a feeling they'll be into it this way. I hope so. I hope they are. Because uh, I agree with you. That's a hell of a place to be on game day. Number seven, Kentucky. Number 14, Ole Miss. Not a bad choice at all. Again, by you, Mr. Jeremy Green. All right. So I got two back-to-back here. And uh, all right. I'll, I, will take, uh, I will take the other big top 25 game in college football i'm going to waco texas i'm gonna see baylor and oklahoma state knotted up as i said uh when we were picking the game with keenan nesbitt at the Bunker county sheriff's office that that was one of the most historic big 12 championship games last year and they are going to bring the defense again it's going to be a struggle for both teams i want to be there though in waco for that game now I'm going to take the other game that I think is closest to the Baltimore-Buffalo game in the NFL. It's yeah, the- there's only one problem with this game. What's you that? have to watch it in that stadium. 
Well, I mean, that'll be fine. Yeah, they boot Santa Claus and threw batteries it. at Michael Irvin. I so, get it. Uh, I get it. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Philadelphia Eagles. I would even go and wear my Jacksonville Jaguar jersey. That's And that is how you get stabbed. Well, I mean, I, I, I will take a big guy with me. It won't be me. Uh, There's very few places on. that I look at and go, nope. Okay. Now you're, I would you're, rock. You're not my only gargantuan that now, I could go to. I would rock an Eagles jersey and go, "Hey, look at this! Look, look, look at this guy! Where does Jacksonville step?" Oh, 100 uh, percent. You should you should throw things at him. <laughs> I don't even know that guy. He's just sitting beside me. I don't even know that guy. I don't even know that guy. He's just sitting beside me. I think it's going to be a great game between Jacksonville and Philadelphia. That's where I would be going in the NFL. <sighs> I was going to take that one. Mm hmm. All right, I will audible a place I've always wanted to watch a game. I'm going to Kinnick. Give me Michigan, Iowa. On the off chance that this is ri- that this is actually good, because that is one time that that electric that that electric stadium may actually rush the field if they win. Okay, always wanted to be a part of that. Rushing the field. Oh yeah, just uh, all in. Let's go. And my oh, this is kind of a homer pick. I, because I've always wanted to do this, mm-hmm. and it's probably not as appealing to other people as it is to me. I'm taking Viking Saints. I've always wanted to go watch one of these games in London. I don't know why. London, or England on the whole, the, the whole European travel thing, does not really appeal to me mm-hmm. unless I can play golf. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll do the Ireland, hit all of the open championship courses. Right. That appeals to me. Right. I'm not a, if I'm going to travel, I want to go to somewhere with a beach, Mm -hmm. but this would give me a reason. England has beaches. That's like saying they have beer. Yeah. It's (laughs) 74 degrees. I'm good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, reminds me of the movie snatch. Yeah. They have beaches, but who the bleep wants to see them? Uh, and my final pick for where we'd be going in, uh, the football world this weekend it's going to be a homer pick for me. Of course. Of course. I'm going to Raymond James Stadium. Sunday night football, Kansas City Chiefs and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look at that. It, it obviously has not looked great this year for my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you're not going to have another chance to see Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady face off. This will be the last time mm-hmm. that you will get to see the goat and the baby goat go head to head on the same field. For me, it's the that's the price of admission. That's worth the price of admission. Oh, I, I don't it. care if we win. I don't. I mean, obviously I do, but I wouldn't care regardless. I want to see goat versus baby goat on Sunday night football for the last hurrah of Tom Brady's career. Are you ready? Have you? Uh, not particularly, but I'm gonna have to do a, some stretching. I'm gonna have a lozenge. Uh, maybe maybe a little hot tea, which I'm not a huge fan of. I got four. I got four minutes in me. All right, he's got the bangers coming on the way here on ESPN Asheville, ninety-two point nine FM, eight eighty AM, and fourteen hundred. At Ingles, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. The season we've all been waiting for is here. 
No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. I have saved everything I got left for one final segment with all of my favorite things. You know what time it is. It's time for all of that. Underdog. 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 Speed of lightning! We're under the Oregon State Beavers are a ten and a half point dog at Utah. I don't know why Vegas does not appreciate this team. They could have beaten USC last week. I know that was at home. Oregon State's better than you think. Give me the Beavers plus ten and a half. Next, Rock Talk Jayhawk. Kansas is a three point dog at home against Iowa State. That's stupid. Iowa State can't score. It's very obvious that this team lost a ton in the draft last year. Give me Jalen Daniels. Give me the Jayhawks outright. Next, Arkansas is a seventeen point dog at home against Alabama. Too many points. Bama's not good as a massive favorite on the road. Alabama wins. Hog pig suey covers. And finally, I told you two. I've actually got three big dogs. NC State's a six and a half point dog at Clemson. They go into Death Valley. They beat the Tigers. Go puppy fingers. NC State plus the six and a half. Wake Forest is a six and a half point dog at my Florida State Seminoles. I understand it. We're all excited. We haven't been relevant in forever. Not so fast, my friend. Wake Forest coming off a loss. Should have been a win. They're not going to get beat twice. Give me Wake Forest plus six and a half. And finally, the Kentucky Wildcats are a seven-point dog at Ole Miss. I think they put the plus in wrong. That's the only thing that makes any sense. They should be a seven-point favorite. Give me the Wildcats plus the seven. Ah, does that that feel better? There's nothing left. He's got nothing left, and and that's fine because the bangers... Is what you hung around for three hours for, and hopefully those big dogs will pay off. Just take them to betus.com, use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY, get that 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. You know I love a road dog. Got a bunch of them this week. This is a great weekend of football. Yes, it is. 
Great weekend of football. We will be with you uh, on Sunday morning for the Fantasy Game Time Decisions show, and it all kicks off super early. We've got the 9.30 kickoff between the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings in London. Armchair commentary and Floster Damas will be with you at 8.30 on Sunday morning. I will be joining somewhere around kickoff of the London game. It's going to be a phenomenal day. We will be hanging out at the Village Porch in North Asheville to watch the games uh, after the show is over. The 1 o'clock slate, get your spot. They'll have all the games on the televisions. It is the place to be. And, you know, tip your waitresses and get the chicken wings. You will. Oh, the chicken wings the are chicken fantastic. They're so good. Mango habanero, way to go. Oh, and the burgers. If you're a burger guy, of which I am phenomenal mm-hmm. the food's great this is going to be a great weekend it appears that the weather is not going to be as bad as we were originally told looks like the hurricane will be doing its thing tomorrow maybe even see a little sunshine tomorrow mm-hmm. it's a great weekend of football starts tonight washington ucla that's your friday night game i don't think it's going to be all that close but i'm going to sit back and count my doll hairs all right jeremy you also need to uh spend some time with some soothing beverages oh I, I, so uh hot toddies yeah that'll work uh, in that'll work so less domestic lights more warm brown liquid with uh honey in it 100 percent. let's go 100 percent. in let's go. rest up get uh get that all out of your system we're going to expect you to be tip-top shape when we come back here on espn Asheville on monday i'm a warrior let that be known (laughs) everybody have a great weekend enjoy all of the foosballs we'll be here with your recap of the weekend on monday don't forget to join us at 8 30 or starting at 8 30 on sunday morning fantasy game time decisions show live on youtube go to the sportsocracy.com click on the live video link hit subscribe now